Thank you for listening to the Virtually Heroes podcast. Unfortunately, we were so eager to get this first episode out, we weren't really prepared for the production side of audio. So this first episode is a little flawed. We can assure you that as of the second episode, a lot of the audio issues that are present in this first episode have been remedied. Thank you very much, and please enjoy the show. First episode, my name's Logan. I'm a dungeon master. I do things with creepy body parts, and I make my players sad. Um, and that's my introduction. Uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at, at Classic Geek or Classic Geek Broadcasting or all kinds of stuff. I make music and 3D models, and I eat, sleep, and breathe. Dungeons and Dragons. Dan, who are you? You're Daniel Sanders. Uh, yeah, I'm Daniel Sanders. And... and who are you playing? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's actually good. Uh, good thing to say, I am playing Cerberus Linagoth. He is a wizard fighter. I specialize in lightning magic because I follow the Tempest God, Zamir. Sparky boy. Sparky boy. All right. Uh, Jordan, who are you and who do you play? I am Sofarius Cienadel. Uh I play a wood elf monk cleric, or cleric monk, however you want to say that. But yeah, I worship the great all-dragon Memon. I should mention also on my long list of accomplishments that I added, I'm also married to uh, the beautiful and attention-deficit-riddled Annabelle Martin. Yeah, so my name is Annabelle. Um, I play a tiefling of Glacia named Arandi Wheel, and she is, as of last session, she is now a multi-class uh, soul knife with, uh, sorry, I also have a baby. He's here and he's chilling, but sometimes he's not so chill. Um, but yes, multi-class uh, soul knife rogue with uh, first level in Warlock. Um, I'm a Hexblade Warlock. Nice, nice. And that's also my baby. Um... <laughs> yeah, we have the same baby. It's the same baby. It's, it's both of ours. We, we made it. Character Wait. creation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the best indeed. kind of character creation. Anyway. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Skyrim's got nothing. Anyway. Um, no, so, also, we should mention um, at some point tonight, we'll be joined by um, our friend Brian, who is playing the dwarven druid Jaxhudgelm Flintbelt, uh, who does not have Borat's accent. I don't know why I did that, but he'll be here at some point tonight. Um, he's dealing with some adulty things, so. Real quick, <laughs> before we start, I want to go ahead and go counterclockwise and do a quick recap of last last game, last session, so that uh, we can just cover everything that everybody remembered. So, Dan. So, we were at Zealous, um, kind of in the main square area. Celebration going on. I've got, like, notes of rivers of gold. We hear a scream. Rogue figures come out, start attacking people. Most of them were using mirror image. They themselves, though, were not the greatest of fighters, so they either had the support of a rather powerful spellcaster, or that's really much the only spell they knew. They get routed, head back towards the Haven Ward, go to the Platinum Temple. Man dressed like the cultist enters the temple, comes out wearing Crown of Knowledge, Staff of Knowledge, casts a spell with Weave Energy. Um, I don't know how to say the name, so I'm just gonna skip the actual spell. He puts a wall of force around us, activates the staff. Uh, his name is Furian von Stein, who is ousted for necromancy. We were unaffected by the smoke that came out of the staff. He dropped the force and he was expecting us to be affected by it. So that allowed us to 
take him down. We put him in shackles. Um, I think the assistant to the High Arcanist shows up. Scar on face, owl on shoulder. He's also not affected. We don't know why at this point. We try a couple things, throw out a couple ideas. I go get Ramsey. He immediately goes insane. We figure out the spell can't penetrate the temple vault. Uh, so we grab Zell's master, take him into the vault, use him to dispel the magic on the staff. All th everything's hunky-dory except for, you know, the attack. So we go give our report to the captain. They tell us to grab a drink and join the Adventurers Guild. There's three level or three missions. Missing person goes to cemetery, something in the sewers. Uh, I personally go back to the Fortress of Maelstroms, have a conversation with Ramsey about leaving. Personal stuff there. We come back together and we head towards the cemetery and then hundreds of miles away, a figure walks in the waste. Accurate. Good note. Wow. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Uh, okay. So, Jordan, do you have anything to add? And every so every week we're going to start with a different person so that everybody can can give their full account. Hi, that's uh, a bad idea. Just one. <laughs> if I start this out, you guys are going to be like, were you even here last session? I'm just giving you the warning, Logan. A, you might want to rethink. Aren't no. you the note taker? No. It's all right. Oh, I got it's you, all good. Boo. We're I'm still going to do it because I think it's going to be <laughs> funny. Anyway. <laughs> um, to add to that, um, the only thing you missed was the child that was mm. with the guy that ran. And they were, if I believe, like a silvery, like off color, and they cast a spell. The guy, what's his face? Ferian, he mentioned. So I'm not going to say this name because, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how you know you've I've, made a good demon. Like, yes. When it, no one wants fantastic. to say it for fear of either fucking it up or summoning it to their living room. Like, all right, don't smite me. As Dickethine and. That was really cool. dog. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he mentioned something about that. So he's probably working for or wants to strike a deal with said demon. I think that was the only thing that you missed. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I think that's uh, accurate, actually. Pretty good, pretty good summary. Annabelle, anything to add? So what I remember is, um, like everyone else said, there was a festival and, uh, yeah, a bunch of bad guys uh, attacked the festival. Uh, they all had diverse characteristics. But um, I went down and I was saved by a not currently here dwarf druid. Jordan touched on the um, bit about the child who... Oh, um, uh, you forgot the... We didn't mention the bit where uh, your fax crew are, uh, may or may not have been controlling the dude who caused all of the mayhem. But the child managed to run away from him, so we'll see what happens with that. I'm sure he got recaptured. The captain of the guard was named Ray Rowley, and he did not want to be friends with me. Oh, and then I, uh, when we all parted ways, I met with a uh, demon named Sazal, who is a weird-looking buff demon with uh, no clothes except for a book that covers his dick. I call it his dick book. But he uh, gave me an assassination contract, 
that uh, apparently some of my siblings, I say siblings, are the other knights in my order, that they get notified when uh, this sort of contract is made available. And one of them is fairly nearby, um, so good information to know that I may or may not beat my sibling to the contract. Yeah, I believe that was it. That's all I have to add. That being said, we come to the party uh, walking their way up through the thoroughfare. The attack had happened uh, hours ago. Not long. It's it's relatively fresh, relatively new. Um, but you guys are tenacious and immediately strike out on, on a quest, possibly to deal with the fact that there was a terrorist attack in your, your city you live in. Um, if that's how you... I assume that's how adventurers cope with trauma, is they adventure into more trauma um <laughs> yep yep solid yeah so, i'm ready to be heard again yeah <laughs> um <laughs> so that being said um you guys go ahead and make your way through to the cemetery where there has been reports of some kind of sighting of a ghost or something like that um upon making your way past the uh iron gates uh that are that breach a long sandstone wall, a similar construction to the rest of the city, uh, that light beige sort of cream-colored stone that seems to permeate the area. Uh, you're greeted with a level of somber reflection as you realize that there are probably about to be a lot of people here. I need everyone to make perception check. Oh god. I don't see shit. I got a 12. 12? Okay. Jordan, what'd you get? Uh, 11. 11. Okay. That was a terrible roll. Um, so you notice two things. First, the dwarf that you were traveling with seems to have gotten sidetracked and maybe accidentally stumbled down an alleyway somewhere. The other thing that you two notice is a shrub near this ramshackle sort of rundown shed-like structure quivering and and shaking before you hear <laughs> and uh from the bush uh, a very thin kind of crazed looking half-orc comes at you he says get away ghost ghosts everywhere and he takes swings at all of you i need everybody to roll initiative okay oh, then all right. All right. Rolling shitty. Okay, so, did anybody get below a seven? No. No. I didn't think so. He's he's a little unhinged, and he's just swinging wildly. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so, you can see as he comes out of the bushes, he's kind of grimy uh he he's got one eye that's a little um that's a little messed up on the left hand side and uh who got the highest perception check i think it was it was, it was a rondi yeah i got the highest perception check you <laughs> i rolled right. real shitty yeah you <laughs> notice... that will never happen again yeah you notice a scar above his left eye it looks it doesn't look like a claw mark or anything. It looks almost surgical. 
there are there are marks where a needle would have been used to seal the uh, seal the wound back up. Um, that being said, I believe it's Cerberus's go first. All right, so he, he's <laughs> a little unhinged. I assume since he swung at me, I can just reach out and touch him. Uh, um, yes. Well, I, I'm just double check. Just double check. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and. Just in case non-lethal, I'd like to cast Shocking Grasp. Okay. Uh, is it a save or an attack roll? Uh, attack roll. Okay. Roll it. Oh. That's going to be a whopping eight to hit. Eight? Uh, I, well, you would roll with advantage because he's in a group of three of you. So go ahead and roll again. Just because he, like, he, do he dove into the center of your group. Not much better, but it's at least 11. That does hit. All right, then that's going to be a D8. A D8. Roll it. Uh, rolled max, eight damage. Eight damage. Yeah, he's out. Damn. He goes to swing, and you grab hold of the end of the shovel, and up through the shaft of the shovel, you just release lightning, and the sort of, he like, comes up off the ground. It's like the cartoony, like, um, you can see his skeleton, you know, and then he just collapsed with like, there's like a slight smoke and that sort of burnt orc smell. Every adventurer knows burnt orc smell. Uh, but yeah, no, he's he's down. He's on the ground. Wait, back on the menus today, boys. <laughs> um, I would like to uh, make a medicine check to make sure he, that he is okay. okay. I'm finally speaking in my accent. While he's doing that, I'm just gonna <laughs> look around like, uh, I was expecting more. I, uh, I'll be honest. That is a uh, 16 for me. 16. Okay. He, he seems fine, but off. Um, like like his muscle responses are off. You're not entirely sure why, but he's alive, so that's good. Uh, is he? He's unconscious, correct? He's unconscious. Yes. Okay. Um. I'm just going to look at the group and say, uh, this is strange. Uh, he's muscle timing. It's not, uh, it's off kilter, uh, which is weird, but he's alive at least. No, I don't know much about, uh, medicine, but, uh, my guess might be, could it perhaps be due to the fact that he was just electrocuted? It could be, but he, I don't... he did swing first. I'm yeah. not speaking to the to the morality of the situation <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> I'm just perhaps offering up a uh, hypothesis about the muscles or something. DM, do I notice the the scarring that you described earlier? Yeah, with that, as well? with that medical check, yes, you would have noticed. That. Uh, could I deduce the cause? Um. Wait, you got a 16? Yes. Yeah, it looks like... So this is relatively new and incredibly advanced medicine. Um, being used to cure patients, as far as you know, in, in extreme cases and things like that, but it works wonders. It seems amazing. Um, practically magic. This was probably a partial lobotomy. Oh. Revolutionary new medical technique. Hmm. Okay, got it. 
Yeah, yeah, all right. Um, but after a little while, he starts to come to. <laughs> Relax. We are not ghosts. We are just here to talk. Okay. What's your name? Um, Nivrian, I think. I'm not. I think it's Nivrian. How do you spell that? That's an interesting name. Oh, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't spell it. Oh well, uh, my my apologies for calling it out. Um. Why did you think that we were ghosts? We're actually looking into some kind of ghost thing that may be around here. Oh, cause there was a there was a ghost. There was a ghost here. Really? Uh, do yeah, tell. What did I, it look I like? It. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. It was it was horrifying. Could you take us to where you saw it, or point us in that direction? Oh. I don't know. I haven't been up there too recently, and uh, it was, it was, it was horrifying. Could I, while he's talking, can I go ahead and ritually just kind of take a step back, flip up my spell book, and cast detect magic? Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will be doing that over the course of a small conversation. But yeah. I'd also like to cast um, Eyes of the Grave. Okay, sure. Um, I think that's an action, right? Yeah, nothing. Its range is 60 feet. Nothing comes up. So no one dead in the direct vicinity. Though he does cool. look he does look particularly disheveled. Um, disheveled. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I was just here. I was working the shift. I was, I was maintaining the plants and trimming a couple hedges. And I just saw it. And I was scared out of my mind. Or I think I was. I think I'm still in my mind. You, you said you saw it up there. Is there a... Up on the hill. So we got, we got the, 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 the northern grades and the southern grades. But we got them on two tiers. There's a hilltop up there, closer to the mausoleum, and we got the ones down here. Um, I don't really know what the difference is, I just put them in the ground, but uh, not, I was trimming hedges up on the hilltop, but then I heard noises coming from the southern grades down on below, and I tried to look, and uh, I, something came up behind me, but I, I never saw what the noise was, but I saw the thing. Was it big? It was so big. <laughs> Daniel, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no innuendos when I'm trying to be a lobotomized redneck orc. So when you say it was big, was it bigger than a bread box? Or are we talking like bigger than a parson? It had to be, it had to be at least 30 feet high with like a hundred arms. Was making this awful noise. It was like. You Are like you sure this wasn't just a tree, perhaps? Well, I've been scared by trees before, and it kind of felt like that, yeah. But there are no trees up on the hill. 
could you point me in the direction of, of this hill? Is it over there? And I, I point to... The hill? I, yeah. <laughs> it, it, so the cemetery is like on a grade. It's like one large... Uh, it's towards the upper end of... Gotcha. ...of the city, yes. And he just says, well, if y'all are here on business, I can help you, but y'all are gonna have to clear out real fast because I heard there was some kind of ETAC in the middle of town, and... Uh, I think I'm going to be pretty busy, and it would be disrespectful uh, if y'all are... I don't know if you're digging up graves or what you're doing here. Uh, are you to suggest that you're digging up graves? That's ridiculous. We're here um, on the orders of the uh, Knights uh, uh, Arbiters of Prospect, I mean. And I myself am a Knight of Shaimaria. We're perfectly allowed to be here, and we will take our time. I guarantee we won't be digging up any graves. Um, that's your job, sir. But I think it's a little rude of you to make that sort of insinuation, don't you think? Oh, no, I was perfectly fine with it. I just didn't well, know what you were doing. Well, that's for us to know and you to not find out, isn't it? Y yes, ma'am. And yes, I'm not going to get in the way of any knights <laughs> of the Order of the Arbiters of Prospect or nothing like that. But if y'all could just clear out before the other people get here, um, I just don't want to lose my job. About how long would you say that is? I think maybe about four hours before people start That's coming. plenty of time. That's not a problem. No problem. Okay. And don't worry, we will not dig up any graves. All right. Cleric's honor. Okay. Well, then, uh, I'll, I'll, uh... If you need anything, I'll be in this shack. But you're gonna have to knock real loud. And then he just like, uh, he like stock still, just turns like in place and like walks back to the shack. And you can just hear him saying, was a hundred feet tall, had like a million arms, and was going, uh, just <laughs> mu like mumbling to himself. Um, so, Poor guy. <laughs> for for expediency's sake, the way this works, uh, so there are essentially four sections of the cemetery. Um, there's the northern, southern, uh, hilltop, and lower graves. Uh, it's gonna take to do a thorough search on one of the quadrants is gonna take about two hours. Okay. He said that he heard a ruckus from somewhere in the lower grades. He didn't say north or south. And he said he encountered the thing on the hilltop, but he also didn't say north or south. Mm. Um, and the last addendum for this challenge is the way that aiding each other and helping each other works is instead of rolling with advantage, you get to add your modifiers together. So you could either distribute the investigative power amongst multiple groups, or you could try and group up in one area, but then you're only going to be able to hit two locations. Um... All right, well, friends, uh, what do we want to do? I flip a coin. I'm going like, north, and I'll start walking up north. Uh, do I get any pings off detect magic yet? Not within the direct range of the detect magic, but you could start to walk around. You, you're in the uh, southern lower graves. All right, um, so I'm going to stick with Orandi. Uh, okay, so you're just walking north. Yeah. Uh, I will scan the southern graves then. Okay. So as they. So who up. is anybody going up the hill, or are you all taking lower, the lower area? 
I'll go up the hill if that's okay, so I can see everyone in case shit hits the fan. <laughs> and just to confirm, he did say that he saw it at the top of the hill. Is that correct, or am I misremembering that? No, that's correct. Then yes, I'll also go to that hill. Okay, so everybody's up the hill. Uh, Zell's taking south. Orandi and Cerberus are north. For the group, Orandi and Cerberus, who would like to roll investigation? It doesn't matter because your modifiers are both added. Uh, you can go ahead if you want. I haven't been rolling too well yet. Not the best choice, but I will say it was right next to a 20. So that's <laughs> 5 plus... Uh... So 3 for me. Well, the DC was 10. And I have 4, so that's a total of 12. Nice. Okay. Hey. Um, and then, uh, Zell, you can roll your own investigation check, but I will narrate because Zell is in a different part of the cemetery than you guys are. You begin to see a structure you've seen from a distance before. It's a round stone building, not of brick, of, of almost a solid carved uh, stone. It's a deeper richer, red, earthier kind of uh, color compared to a lot of the sun-bleached and, and sandstone structures in the city. You know this place in name only. It's called the Downfall Chalice. It is, it is a structure that has been here potentially longer than the city has. Uh, it is rumored. Um, it looks like a helmet. And it doesn't look like a helmet sitting properly. It looks like a helmet that has been discarded. Just thrown at a haphazard angle into the, into the earth. Uh, a helmet that may or may not fit some form of unimaginably large titan. It is a, an enormous stone structure. Uh, there are some people that say it actually is a helmet. Uh, there are other people that say that it was carved by giants as a sort of effigy and it's just rolled over time. There are a lot of stories behind this place. Um, what it is used for, or was used for, is it is a resting place for... It's a, it's a resting place for the um, military from this province. Uh, it's kind of a high honor burial site for military service members. Um, it, not really town guards, more like active combatants and things like that. So much so okay. that it was used as a burial ground and burial place for people during the Siege of Eidolmon at the end of the Second Age, um, when Zealous was actually a relatively new, but slightly before Zealous was here. Moving forward, we're going to go with the group first. You detect magic. You have two pings of magic. And I'm rolling investigation, you yeah, said? Yeah, you'll be rolling investigation. Okay. Um, now, before I have you roll investigation, are you going into the downfall chalice, or are you looking around the outside of it? Uh, am I able to do both? Or are you just wanting, like, which one first? Yeah, which one first? So I can hear uh, you properly. Let's, let's go around it first. Okay, that's fair. Go ahead and roll your investigation while I look up a spell. Magic metal detector. Oh no, bad. Yeah, um, with my plus zero, that's a four. <laughs> okay. That's okay, because there wasn't anything to find outside of the building at all. So we assume, Good. Good. you look around, and what you do find is that the door is large and, and very dark, almost black iron. 
but it's fitted to the building in a way that doesn't flow with the architecture. Almost as if like it was added way after the building got here. Daniel, okay. you get two pigs. Both of them are transmutation. Arandi, what did you roll for your investigation? You got a above a 10, you got a 12, right? Yeah, uh, I, yeah, think I believe she's it was doing 12. Yeah, I think she did. Yeah, yeah sorry. It's all good. So we'll, we'll narrate Dan's first, and then I'll come back to you. You find a scrap of something, almost like paper. It's hanging from a, the branch of a, like a dead-ish kind of shrub, like it had like caught on something. Um, it's just giving off this vague, faint sense of transmutation. And then you, you go to, to, do you touch it? Uh, not yet. Okay, cool. Um, well, if you, let me know if you want to interact with it in any way, but it is uh, kind of a light, almost parchmenty, but it, it, when the wind blows, it looks much, it's not made of paper. It's flimsy. It's almost like... Skin? Skin. Oh, my God. Um, before I touch discarded skin... Um, I'm gonna look for any disturbances on the ground, anything like. I, I'm looking for fucking zombies. Sure. Okay. Go ahead. You guys, you guys have played with me too much. Go ahead and roll <laughs> a survival check. Where Arandi, you find um, a, a, something much more disturbing in an open grave. Uh, it looks like um, the the grave digger Ivrian. He. He must have been working here because the dirt isn't, like, the hole isn't fresh. It's just been here. But there is a body hanging about halfway out of the hole, face down. Uh, uh, uh. Ass up. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> and, uh, Cerberus, you get, you're, you're very focused on the skin and the surrounding area, but you do get a faint magical ping that direction as well. Also transmutation. Um, Arandi, uh, it's, it's a body. What would you like to do with the body? And what did you get on your survival check? First off, what's the name on the headstone? Is it any, anyone of importance? Does it look like it's someone important there's, at all? There's no headstone planted yet. So it's a new... How new is the body? Is it an old body, a new... Roll you know? a medicine check to see if you can determine the DC... Um, the DC is going to be 10 again because it has been exposed to, like, the air and stuff like that. Let's say uh, 7. 7. Yeah, you're not sure. Uh, what you do notice, though, as you're going, like, looking at it, um, a medicine seven is very, it's, so there was a second DC, it was a five. The backs of the hands and the palms are both incredibly, like, hairy with this, like, gnarled, wiry black hair, and the nails are, like, elongated. Um, the other thing you do notice is that the, while the rest of the, um, the clothing has... I can't look at Discord because Jordan's like mouthing things at the camera. Uh, while the clothing has what me? No. <laughs> uh, desecrated and, and and rotted in the air and shit like that, um, the boots that the 
uh, creatures wearing are untouched, unchanged by the weather and by time. Are they cute? They are a knee-high pair of black leather boots. I'm taking them for myself. He doesn't need him or she. I don't really know the gender. I didn't get a too good of a look at him or her, them. (laughs) Uh, I'm taking them. So, Cerberus, you turn around, you find uh, three handprints in the ground, all different sizes. Uh, it, really, in relation to the bush, where, like, uh, headed towards the gate, like pointed like towards the gate, but fairly close by. Uh, and as you turn around and you're like, I found something. Uh, <laughs> You see Arandi just sit crisscross applesauce ripping the boots off of a corpse. Uh, she's she's mostly finished. You were you were like really looking for these things and you heard like her scuffling a little bit. Um, as the boots come off though, you and the, the I assume the corpse just flumps and falls back into the hole. Uh, you notice that the boots are giving off the transmutation. These boots were made uh, for stealing. Uh <laughs> Rondi, is that what you said your name was? You can call me Andy if you want. I think we're friends enough, aren't we? What the hell are you doing? They're really cute, aren't they? And they're free. Can you believe that we found such a steal? <laughs> Get it? A steal in, uh, in, in the grave. Sorry, that was a bad pun. I apologize. I just thought that, I mean, they look like they're about my size, and I don't know if you've noticed, but I have really small feet. I'm a pretty small person. But I've got even smaller feet. It's really hard to find shoes that fit me that aren't made for children. And so I just kind of figured, I mean, that look at them. They've got some nice leather. They're, they're pristine. There's no point in letting these just go to rot with this Take body. a breath. Take a I'm breath. Just say it. I would recommend that you put them down first. They no. seem to be giving off some sort of magical energy. Uh, what are you going to do about it, though? Not going to steal from a corpse, first thing, but uh, if you'd like, I could probably... Is it really stealing? I mean, you don't even know. Maybe he wanted me to have these, that's why he put them out here. Or they. I mean, you know. He's clearly trying to get out of the grave so that they could just, like run out and 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 give these wonderful boots to someone i mean there's no point in just letting them rot here and besides one of the legs isn't even on him still it came off when i was trying to get the, get the boots you off pop, as you pop another boot off something falls out of the boot oh what's that and i pick it up it's a it's a piece of ivory um it's about it's slightly curved it's about <gasps> eight inches long um with a bunch of gashes and dots and stuff carved into it. Similarly to uh, the one that I had received earlier? Yeah, it's it, these are pretty common in underground use. So I'm going to gasp and I'm going to say, actually, uh, survey Barry, Barrow, Burial, Boiled, Pal, I'm still trying to find a nickname for you. It's not working out very well. Um, I can actually prove that these boots were supposed to be for me. I, this person definitely came out of this grave to give these boots to me. Do you see this thing? And I show him the little 
bone thingy, ivory thing. What about it? Well, look at it, and I hand it to him. I I assume this I, is the uh, thing actually giving off the transmutation. No, it's still the boots. And then still I the pull boots. out another one that's similar, very similar, perhaps almost identical, but I haven't taken too good of a look at the two of them. I say, see, it's got a code on it. It was meant for me. Uh, honestly, I'm not really worried about sticks. You can have the sticks. I'm just worried about the boots. Could you do anything to make yourself not so worried about the boots? I'm not entirely sure what your area of expertise is, but if you'd like to assist me by maybe, I don't know, determining what kind of boots these are, aside from cute ones. <laughs> well, if you would allow me to uh, touch the boots for perhaps a couple of minutes, I might be able to help you out with that, and then you do as long as they are deemed not dangerous i don't care what you do with them oh sure thing i touch the boot okay touch the boot so you begin casting identify i so do far is. oh boy so you do you do you look around there's there is some disturbance on the ground um but too much it, it looks like just something large was dragged either in or out of the door. Um, but that could be coffins, like many coffins over time. And it doesn't extend too far. Uh, it just looks like something pulled itself or pulled through the, the doorway. Um, there is some slight cracking on either side of the... Uh, the door frame, but again, that could or could not be uh, just where and whether. But that's what you get from outside, so. All right. Um, are there any windows on this building at all? Or not. Hmm. Okay. Uh, are they? I assume the cracks aren't big enough to like peep through. Nah, they're like cracks in a solid like wooden frame so they don't go all the way through they're like like the frame has has splintered over time like dry like dry rot ah, on a fence like I see I see yeah. or or perhaps pressure but the hinges don't look bent so uh I kind of pause for a moment and I mutter to myself mm. It would be pretty stupid of me to go inside by myself. Plus, I'm still a little damaged from the battle. All right. Uh, and I'm going to try to gently crack open the door just to peek inside. I don't want to go in. I just want to, like, look in. But try okay. to do it, like, kind of quiet. Sure. Go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. Rolling super good. Super good tonight. Uh, that's a seven. Seven. Could have got it myself. Damn it. <laughs> that, yeah, you could have. Uh, it squeaks. It's an old door. But you peer that's inside. Fine. It's dark. But with your low light vision, you can see inside a little bit. Uh, Cerberos and Orandi, 
both get seven, er, uh, 65 XP for succeeding on your investigations. Um, if you'd like to add that to your character sheet. Um, you peer inside. Inside of the stones are polished, uh, kind of a cool blue-gray slate. Um, this interior chamber is much smaller than the building, like much smaller than the building would have you guess just from the sheer size of it. Um, and you can see like hallways, but they you can't see down them. Uh, but it looks like several hallways that go to just these like sort of pocket bill or pocket rooms um, connected by hallways. Uh, the walls are lined with corpses, not coffins, standing corpses. So a lot of them are in armor. All of them are very long decayed. If you would like a visual reference for how they're arranged, uh, you can Google the Palermo Catacombs, P-A-L-E-R-M-O. Uh, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's incredibly creepy. Um, and there in the center uh, of this, this room, uh, snoring lightly, you see a dwarven um, familiar face. Uh, slight tinge of vague alcohol smell, just kind of leaned up against a small casket. Um, and yeah, uh, Jax, this streak of light kind of hits across your eyes as the somewhat nice place you found to take a short nap. Um, after a long day of like getting some drinks and getting the shit beat out of everyone and beating the shit out of everyone, you kind of just uh, you know, you found this nice, cool, dark building to kind of, like, deal with your hangoverish headache in the middle of the day, and you were just chilling, and somebody just opens the door and, like, slams light into your face. What? What? what what's going on? J Jax? Is that you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's me. What are you doing here? I'm, uh... I'm not quite sure, to be honest. What, what, what are you doing here? Well, uh, we came to investigate the, the ghosts. Uh, you know... Uh, ghosts? What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, mission. And, uh, to see what it was. And you kind of disappeared, and... I opened up a creepy door and here you are you're not the ghost are you <laughs> who knows at this point i uh i don't know i don't i don't quite remember how how i got here i just uh, i just remember i just remember drinking a lot right right wait, wait, right wait, where where are, where are we exactly we're in the cemetery, in the, uh, the Downfall Chalice. The cemetery! Man, must Yeah, I'm confused as you are. What? Right. How much did you have to drink? Wait, where did you even go drinking? I'll be honest with you. I don't remember either of those things. We don't remember, right, right. Uh, 
Man, I wish I had more spell slots right now. I will tell you one thing. I did drink a famous drink from where I come from, and it is called Olemba Juice. Now, let me tell you about Olemba Juice. Olemba. Oh, yeah. So at this oh, point, you yeah. look down, and you see, like, like a mild wet streak from the door kind of to where Kraz was. Not just a th just not like urine, like a broad, or not Kraz, I'm sorry, Jax. Like a Jax width kind of just streak through the dust to where he is. Ah, uh, yeah, so, oh. Mm. So after further review uh, on the ground here, if you can see, uh, there's a line. So one of the uh, distinct features of the Olamba juice it makes sometimes, sometimes, not always, it makes you think like you're a worm. And uh, you, you know, you just crawl across the floor and out of your mind. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a good time, let me tell you. Oh, uh, um, crawling across the floor like a worm. I, I thought uh, we asked you more here. Uh, let me, let me, oh, let me see. No, let me see. no, 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 I, I'm perfectly fine. At least right now, uh, you know, there could be something here that could, you know, snatch your head off while you're trying to pretend to be a worm. Uh, that would not be good for anybody. Are you like sure? A really large, like, skeletal bird. <laughs> <laughs> I wish okay, I'd written okay. that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I just, I just want to make sure. Are you sure? Because... All I'm saying is, it's a good experience. How about if we find this ghost, I will try some of this famous Olimba juice? Olimba juice, and that's what I like to hear. Uh, okay, yes. Mm. Uh, did you happen... You probably don't remember. Did you happen to see anything at all in your way here? Uh, well... Other than uh, other than the floor, as I was crawling across it like uh, like an inchworm, I would like say inchworm. Mm -hmm. I would say probably yeah, probably not. No. Okay. Uh, well, do you want to help me search around this place for anything out of the ordinary, uh, scary, scarier than you know this line of bodies across the wall? Uh, yeah, something like that. Well, 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 I'm glad you asked. I would love to do that. Sounds okay. like fun on one condition. Oh, no, I'm going to have to drink some Olimba juice, aren't I? Aha! You have to <laughs> well, drink Olimba juice just one time once we are done. You see, if I drink that right now... No, 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 not right now. Okay. Not right now. Once okay, we are cool, done. Cool. In celebration. Okay, that that I can deal with. Uh, we'll, we'll see. How's that? This feels like an Italian grandmother being like, "No, you must have some wine. You have to try the wine." <laughs> okay, just just as long as you're open to the idea. I, I am certainly open uh, once we figure out what this is. Good, good, good. Is a uh, is the rest of the group here, or is it just us? Uh, they are. They are uh, down in the southern part of uh, the cemetery southern. Well, you, guys, you oh, guys are southern northern, northern. <laughs> just kidding Good. we're in the southern i meant to see, maybe maybe i'm smelling the limbo juice <laughs> i don't know oh my god it is oh. pretty strong 
Perhaps. It does right. smell like it's like a combination of like really, really, really heavy, dark, 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 dark beer and like dragon fruit I'm... liqueur. Like Good God. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Um The boots. Were they made for walking? They were made. Absolutely. They were made for jumping. What were we looking for again? Would you give me like a five second overview? Okay, so to catch you up, Brian, you wandered off. The group encountered um, a a deranged half orc who looks to be like the um, the caretaker slash gravedigger of the cemetery, or one of. Um, who had claimed to have seen a uh, 20 to 30 foot tall, 100 armed, groaning ghost uh, and has subsequently hidden in the bushes or in his house in fear of the ghost. You guys have been given a short amount of time to do your investigation before people who lost family members in the attack earlier this day uh, begin to make their way towards the cemetery and that actually brings me to my next point at this point you guys have uh spent your first two hours looking around um investigating and stuff finding the handprints uh it so it was 10 minutes of it was 20 minutes between your detect magic and identify so you spent a decent amount of time looking for handprints things like that uh while orandi eventually found the body and then ripped boots off of it and then you identified it <laughs> um they're boots of springing and leaping um or striding boots of striding and springing i'm sorry i don't know all my things uh but yeah that's what they are uh they don't seem dangerous they seem to make sure that you're light on your feet really that's it all right um i got the boots in my hands so uh i'll just kind of Toss them back to you and Yes, they are. That's, I'll toss that's them back right. to you, and I'll just be like, oh, well, these ought to put a, a spring in your step. That's all, all right. That's it. Well, they're very cute. That's it, guys. That was the show. Thanks for coming. All right. Stay tuned for Virtually Heroes Episode 3, where we make more dad jokes, and I kill myself. Uh, <laughs> no, so you have in your you can add in your inventory. It's an official D and D item. Already uh, have. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Do, uh, Do they require if they require attunement? You won't be able to use them for another hour unless you're sitting in the cemetery thinking about how these boots are. I have still put them onto my feet already, just because I love. Okay, what do you do with your previous boots? Do you put them on the corpse? <laughs> Yeah, I'll go ahead um, and I'll kind of try the um, the knee. I kind of, when I was pulling at the boots, um, one of the legs kind of came off at the knee. So I'm going to try and like shove the knee back together. Like all the gag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you notice that the corpse is missing its left forearm too. I'm going to grab a He's already missing one. Um, I think I'm just actually going to leave this over here, and I'm just kind of like, I've already put the boot on, and I've tried like to like shove it into the socket, and I'm just going to be like, uh, he doesn't need it, really. I mean, or she, I don't know. I can't really tell. It's kind of all desiccated and everything. Um, At one point, I'm going to kind of like, 
I'm watching this. I'm going to kind of turn away because, first of all, I'm gagging. I'm, oh, God. Um, and I'm going to walk back over to the uh, skin flap. Yeah. And I'm going to risk it to get the biscuit, and I'm going to pick it up. Okay. <laughs> it's a flap of skin. It doesn't seem... Ew. You pick it up. It's dry. It's, like, still kind of flexible, but, like, where it was hanging over the, the twig... Like, when you pick it up, it's kind of flimsy, but that one crimp is, like, stiff, um, just from dry. It's it's skin that, it's just skin that has dried just, in the yeah. air. Like, I don't know how to go wax eloquently about this piece of skin that you found. It's a, it's a dark parchment-y color. Um, but yeah, and it, uh, it gave off a vibe of transmutation. Um, and then there were handprints in the ground. Okay. Now, when you say the, the corpse's forearm was missing, is that just the skin on his forearm or the entire thing? The whole thing. Okay. Then never mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you, you would know, I believe your intelligence is pretty high. You're a wizard. You would inherently know that it doesn't, not only does it not look the same shade because he's been in the same elements, so he's also dried and crinkled, it's not the same skin. It, there's not a match. Uh, Zell and Jax. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. I think, uh, I think Daniel posted a couple images of the really, really creepy uh, yeah. catacombs that you're in. Yeah. I, I, I saw that. that by the way. Yeah. Uh, so there are just, there are things lining the hall, uh, the halls. At this point, your eyes of the grave would not be up. Because I believe it lasts like a, 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 either a minute or ten minutes, but you've been you've been digging, snooping around for a little while now. I was um, just going to say, can I recast that? Yeah. <laughs> Especially it, in here. Yeah, it's not really <laughs> casting, but yes. Um, again, Are we all together yeah. now? No, just it's it. just yeah. you and Zell in a creepy catacomb. You're not even sure where the others are. They're like outside. It just echoes down the hallway. Jax, we need to be quiet. Okay, okay. Uh, Alright! 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 Were we supposed to meet them anywhere? Shortly, probably, but we don't want anything to know we're here, right? Alright! You're right! You're right! You're right! So you guys you guys begin pushing in. Um one of you so both of you can add your investigation um to this. Uh so either person can roll, the outcome's gonna be the same regardless of who rolls because you're both adding investigation. Plus zero uh, plus two. <laughs> Hey, it's better than me. What are we looking for? <laughs> I'm just gonna roll. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. <gasps> wow. All right. 17. Nice. So, nice. Oh, yep, my plus um, two. Both of you add 65 XP to your Ooh. characters for succeeding on your investigation. What, what's, what's XP? <laughs> 
Well, technically, you can't hear me, Jax. Technically, I am just a, a voice from the sky. <laughs> Where'd that no. come from? Um, it's that Talemba juice, I'm telling you. It's strong stuff. It's residual. It's residual at this point. It's just, you, you, know, you know how, you know how, like, people do hallucinogens so much that it ends up just being in, in your spine, and sometimes you just crack your back and you're stripping. It's like that. You just you crack your say, back and you're a worm on the ground. <laughs> oh, six, here we go. Here we go. 65 XP, right? Yeah, 65. Okay. Um, you do find something. In the back left-hand corner of this front room, Shit. you find a stone tile that's wedged up, and the only reason that you notice that it's wedged up is you can see a finger wedge, wedging it open. A finger? Yeah. Is the finger alive? And it looks relatively fresh. Oh, it's, it, it's not moving, but it's... Is it just a severed finger? It, no, it's so, it, it's like this. Ah, uh, I see. Like I on, I, on I, the I, ground underneath the stone tile. Uh, oh, so it's like, wait, wait, wait. It's it's wedging the stone understand. tile ajar, just like there's a hand coming up from under oh, the okay. floor. From the, from the bottom, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, do you see that as well? Oh, you're talking about the finger? Yeah, the creepy yes, finger. I do. Uh, uh, we've got two options. We can either look where this finger is coming from, or we can go get the others and then look where the finger is coming from. I think you already know what I want to do. I was afraid you were going to say that. Okay. Uh, there's probably no convincing you of going to get the others, right? I say we just lift, I say we just lift the tile and see what's down there. All right, this is going to be real stupid. Dragon help. If all else fails, we just put it back, right? Uh, you know, if we don't die, Eh, dead, alive, eh. I'll go first, I'll go first. Okay. I reach down and uh, okay. gently pull away the tile. All right. I'm going to hold a <laughs> sacred flame in case the fucking finger launches okay. out and tries to strangle it. So you're, you ready the sacred flame. Um, are you trying to just open the tile or are you trying to remove the, the f finger? Like, are you trying to retrieve it, or are you just opening? Okay, okay, I, I just want to clarify. What what I'm seeing, so it's, it's on the ground, right? Sure. I'm looking down, there's like a tile that's kind of like a jar, and then it looks, it just looks like a finger that's kind of sticking through, like, like, the, like the hat, like the, the, the tip of a half finger, right? Yeah. Uh, Maybe yeah. just move the tile. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and move the tile. Okay. I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, Lord have mercy! No, this is bad! This is real bad! <laughs> so you're just, you're, just, you're just lifting the tile. Uh, a dexterity you... saving throw! Yep. That's gonna be a plus one! But, but, but you know what I mean, that's not... I know I'm speaking in tongues here, but... That's gonna be a... That's gonna be a six... A fifteen! A fifteen, okay. You manage to slightly lift it, and you hear a mechanism grind for a moment. Uh, what's your intelligence? Zell! It's, uh, it's not... So this is two. happening in a split a second. It's a 14, yeah. So it sounds like something stuck between a couple gears, but when the finger comes loose, 
you hear that grinding, almost bone crunching sound snap and give way. And then uh, it snaps shut, like the tile locks into place and you have to pull your fingers out to stop them from falling back down. Um, you hear for a moment this as what sounds like a full forearm clatters down some kind of uh, tube or tunnel. Um, <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, no, so it, it I'm like, I'm narrating this like kind of spooky, scary sound and like the cattail just slowly coming across Daniel's face. That's um, great. But yeah, no, so, um, but it does sound like a, a full forearm, just bone clattering and skittering down a hallway. Did, did you hear that? Did you hear, did you hear the mechanism? There was some uh, kind of thing going. I did. Uh, and the, the stone is now shut completely. Like the stone is not flushed, yeah? Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, like, you know it's there, and you can't see where it was. Mm. Uh, and nothing else has changed in the room at all? Nope. What the? Oh! Some... Uh, uh, something is suspicious here! Yes. Something doesn't sit right with me. Maybe we should go get the others, and ah, we'll, yeah, come, yeah. Oh, we'll okay, come back yes. together. Fair, right. fair. Or... Or... Or we should do that. <laughs> you know, you know. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I want to try to lift the tile one time, just once. If I'm not, if I'm unable, then, then we go get the others. Yes, deal. Okay, cool. I reach down. <laughs> oh, goodness, I will guide him. Okay. I, I will. I'll guide him. You immediately turn around to grab the tile. There's no seam. Where the tile mm. was, there's just smooth floor. So there's like, you I try and like dig it. with your fingernails to try and like get up in there. And it's just like, have yeah. you seen the videos where like they have the milled metal piece and they drop it and it slides down. And when the two halves come together, you can't, you can't, it looks like one it's, solid it's thing. Yeah. yeah. Like uh -huh. that, the, the satisfying videos, it's exactly like that. When it fell down, it's just like, there was a poof of dust and then nothing. Fair enough. Fair enough, okay. Okay, <laughs> let's go get the others. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, I would like to quickly, before we move, just oh, oh, okay. see if I can perceive anything that would look like a switch. Anything that looked off from when I like we the first, way you think, Zephanius. From when we first entered. Sure. Uh, are you, are you telling him about your plan or are you just doing it? Uh, I'll tell him as I kind of like do it, like do uh, thinking out loud as yeah, I do sure. it. So kind of, you're kind of just doing like a well, stand back, like a beautiful mind. What doesn't fit here? You're not like getting in and looking for anything. So I'll let this be a perception check as you kind of stand by the front door. Um, can can yeah, I you guys guide can myself? Add your, you can guide yourself because yeah. you know you're doing that ahead of time. Um, Sweet. And then also. <clears throat> Uh, add um, add both of your perception checks together as you kind of both just stand side by side in the door and take a one last look around before you leave to go find the others. Jax, what is your perception modifier? Plus a three! 
three, so that is gonna be a total of plus eight. Wow! Plus five! That's a lot! Ooh, so there's 13 plus a d4 is uh, 17, 17 total. Uh, the DC was a million because there's no switch. Yeah, okay, cool. Just, <laughs> just, just a thought. Yeah. Good choice. Right. It was let's, a good thought. Let's, uh, let's go get the others and come back. Fair enough. Um, you want to sip with some lemon juice on the way? <laughs> uh, maybe once we leave the cemetery. Okay, okay. I'm never going to get away from this. Oh, <laughs> oh what, what was that, Zell? What was that? Oh, nothing. Uh, thank you for I'm just so glad I found you. If if I hadn't <laughs> have found you, I would have been shaking in that horrible room filled with bodies. <sighs> um, you guys reconvene halfway between um, some of the, uh, the hilltop graves and the uh, downfall chalice. Um, and I assume that you both share, uh, or that the two parties share what they found. So if you would like to go ahead and do that. Uh, so I got these really cute boots. And I like. I, I look over at the uh, Cerberus and I just say, do I want to know? I mean, she also found some pretty cool sticks. I found some, yeah. I only one really cool stick, but, um, so I have another stick. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, we also a, found... Before, before we go further, have you taken a look at the stick? It's been a while, so I assume you have. It's, it's... Yeah, so it's, um, it's Steve's can, just like the other stick. Uh, you know what these are. These are bounty ribs. They're used in underground circles to just denote targets and things like that. Um, this one says Delver Orocus. Alright. Hey, Wendy! Uh, hi, uh, Jax, I didn't realize you were with us. Um, I must not have noticed. I apologize about that. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. Uh, I like your boots. Thank you, and by the way, you know you can just call me Andy. I, that, that's what I'm calling you, Andy. That's your name. No, 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 no. Andy. Not, not Orandi, but Andy. It's a nickname. My friends will call me Andy. Like okay, an but... Andy Mint. I haven't had a mint. Yes, you've never had Andy Mints? They're delicious. Mm. What? No. It's no, like... It's like uh, a chocolate uh, infused with uh, a mint leaf. It's actually very, very delicious. It's actually good for your skin, too. Interesting. That sounds pretty good. Anyways, oh, Andy. Uh, so... I like your boots. What are they? They're, um... They're leather, and they're brown. And apparently, if I, um... Get used to, to wearing them or something, I don't know. I will be better at jumping or something. I guess they have, like, springy heels or something cool like that. Oh, yeah! That's pretty cool. But it's like, it's not too much of a hill. It's just enough of a hill to, you know, elevate you, but not like make it hard to walk or run or anything. I think it's great. Listen, listen. I like calling you Oandy. That's, that's my, I like that name. Is it, is it, is it okay if I call you Oandy? 
I feel like as a, you know, you know, fellow, fellow person of culture, I feel like that, uh, because we see, see where I come from, we have nicknames, and it, oh, it's, it's an honor. It's an yeah, honor. See where I'm from. That's why I keep telling you all it's very important to me in my culture. Where are you from, Kraz, actually? I'm or, from... I mean, um, your name's not Kraz. That's other character. Oh, other Kraz. character. Um, I, I heard of a, I, I heard of a, uh, I heard of a chap named Kraz once. I mean, heard he was a very, very, very strong fellow. I heard he slays dragons. That's what I heard. I've never heard of anyone named Kraz myself. Um, uh, what I meant was Jax. He's basically, he's basically a myth. I, these, all these good things I've heard about him is, it's weird. It's, it's almost like he doesn't exist because he, I don't know. It's, he's basically, he sounds like a god. That's just so, what I've heard though. I don't, so I, don't I know. had to, I don't I know to go personally. deal with baby things. What have I missed? It seems like a lot. You've missed literally nothing. Okay. Uh, you've missed, you missed, you missed a lot. I'm talking about the mythical, mythical godlike creature that I've heard of. His name's Kraz. Anyway, uh, moving on, we can move on now. Okay. Uh, oh, so, Andy. So, did you guys share information at all? I was about to get to that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Where we are now, I understand. Yeah. Oh, Andy told us about our boots. Uh, so, did you guys happen to find anything uh, pertaining to, you know, the ghost thing that we're looking into? Yeah, so, um, the source of my boots, actually, was a, um, a corpse that seemed like he was trying to get, or she, or they, I don't really know, but they were trying to get out of the, um, the... River. Grave, the grave. And wait, wait. we had, um, I ripped off a leg by mistake while I was trying to get the boots off, but um, they were missing a part of an arm, like their forearm. So I don't know what was up with that, but I think they might have been uh, crawling. You, out. you, you. It was desecrated a, a corpse. Action. No, I didn't desecrate her. You uh, desecrated her. Sounds like she desecrated her. Oh, no, I traded. I traded the boots. I gave the corpse my boots back. I'll also where, give her that one. Where is the corpse? You know, it's fine. In the grave, except for his leg. Uh, the leg got thrown. Oh, right. That's not cool. Okay. Did also, the corpse happen to be missing a forearm? Just that. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, you did. That's correct. Sorry, I'm just. That's a lot. It wasn't um, my fault. I didn't miss. Did you say I didn't it was do a anything with the forearm? I only did something with the one leg. I could actually add. Um, <clears throat> I I can vouch for that. She did trade the boots with minor desecration. Yeah, you know, minor. <laughs> um, right. But I will say I did uh, search the area. There was no. <clears throat> As far as I could tell, no necromancy. Uh, so I don't know how they got into the positions they did. He was missing a forearm, and uh, I did get a couple uh, hits on transmutation magic. So we found the forearm in uh, the chalice up there. And How'd you know it's his forearm? Well, we found a finger poking out of a trap door stone thing so to speak 
but when Jax tried to move it, it sealed shut, and we heard what sounded like a forearm tumble down. Yes. Well, into but how some do kind you of think, passage. How do you know that it's the forearm of the corpse that I got? I'm not saying it's necessarily that forearm, but strange that the forearm is missing on your corpse, and we have it's to. It's simple deduction. Zafar has made some simple deduction. It's just a hunch. But it could be completely unrelated. Interesting point, though. You said it sounded yeah. kind of like like bones, though, yeah? Yeah. Uh, did it sound bony, or did it sound like a like a chunk, like a f- flesh it, was still It kind of sounded like a chunk with maybe a bony knob on the end. Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, no, it, it was fleshy, but maybe the, the tip of the hand was bony. Perhaps. All right, never mind then. I must be, uh, I just had a thought. It was interesting. But it very well could be. Do you know if it was the left arm or the right arm? Uh, there's no way to tell. We only saw the finger. My guess oh. left. I was going to say, ours was missing the left arm. I think, wasn't yeah. it? Here we go. Wasn't it, Sarah Bear? <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I guess. <laughs> what, what, what's your name again? It's uh, Cerberus, right? Cerberus? Cerberus, yes. Cerberus, okay, cool. Oh, and we have oh, Andy. Is that for you? Uh, I kind of lean away for a second and say a small rite for the body and pray that it has all its things it needs in the afterlife. <laughs> Are you uh, are you going to the grave? No, I'm not going to go all the way there. I'm just going to like kind of turn and do a small and then come back and say, well, uh, about two hours has passed, correct? Two and two and a half. All right, so we have a limited amount of time. Do we want to go and try to investigate the chalice more? What chalice? Quick question. Oh, that's what the building is called. Oh. The, the downfall chalice. Question for hey, me or question for the group? Hey, Zavarius, quick question. Yes. What was the, uh, can't think right now. What, what was the, the, the point of our mission? Like, what's, uh, what are we supposed to be doing at the graveyard? Uh, well, we initially came to see if, like, what this mission entailed, but we've kind of got sucked inside and we found clues to something that we don't know entirely how it all fits together yet welcome to my game <laughs> okay so we're just kind of here looking around to see what happens then pretty much okay go to the place and maybe check that weird trap door thing dm yes it is flat now so we're going to have to find some way to open it i have a crowbar i could probably open hey good idea that might work. But I don't know. You've already desecrated enough. It's DM. not desecration, it's just relocation. Same with the leg. Okay. Yeah, so a quick question, uh, Logan. Yes. What was the, like, can you, can you tell me what the actual, like, quest was for again? Oh, yeah. it um, the job that you had sec- ex- blah, 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 accepted was to investigate uh, ghost sightings in the cemetery. Um, Investigate ghost sightings. Yeah, the quest was posted by uh, someone named Ivry and Mackie. 
And so, and the one, the one ghost sighting that we saw was, or not that we saw that we heard about was, the guy who said it was the, the forty to fifty foot hundred hundred arm ghost. Correct. Yes. That's pretty scary. I'm guessing he probably just saw a tree, but <laughs> I could I could definitely be wrong about that. Perhaps. Okay, well, what's our plan? Do we have a plan, Mr. Zophorius leader? I think you all have stumbled upon something really interesting with that secret door. I think I'm we should go after that. Secret door? Are you talking about leader, but uh, <laughs> appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would consider yourself... You have leader qualities. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Jax. Jax here. Probably, you know, the pseudo-leader of the group because, you know, I'm I'm probably the most mature and, and uh -huh. whatnot, but... While you were crawling across the floor like a worm earlier. Hey, hey, hey. No shades, of a course. a real man. Back where I come from, you drink a lemba juice as a rite of passage to become a man. Oh, Only a real man. man. Only real men. Jordan is all about becoming can a drink man, a lemba juice <laughs> <laughs> and come Such out okay on the other side. All right, all right. Again, not not throwing any shade or anything like that. Hey, Just... Sounds like you are, but that's okay. That's no. okay. We can move on here. Yes, we can. We can move on. All right, come on, let's go. Uh, let's go check it out as a group. <laughs> good. So good. you guys are spending the latter half of your investigation at the Downfall Chalice. Yes. On uh, the way, I would like to see if I can see any spirits that are out and about. Sure. Good idea. Using a spell or Eyes of the Grave or. Um. I don't know, because we talked a little bit about it. I don't know if it's something I can just do, I mean, or... I mean, technically, a lot of people in this city do it. It's not really smiled upon, but lots of people do it. Uh, you, you, hey, you've you lived here, you my... know that. It's uh, Plum Spider Cap will, if you smoke it, allow you to see them. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You can take my plus two to perception. Um, perception but, or investigation, take my roll. But other than that, unless there's a specific thing or you can do a specific thing to try and call them out if you're trying to do a specific spirit um you know well enough that not only are urban spirits kind of fickle uh mm. cemetery spirits can be um yeah it's like like you know how when you use a ouija board you're technically threatening to open like a gateway to bad places yeah. Sanitary oh, yeah. detection and commune with spirits. They're they're not all like like you're not talking to like road and house and tea spirits here. You're talking to like spirit murder victims. Yeah. Yeah. Different yeah. ghosts. Right. Different kinds. Maybe of, not. Yeah, closer to undead, less less elemental, but All right. Cool. Um, that being said, like uh the there are certain spirits that protect like a, a catacomb spirit would be a combination of undead and elemental that may or may not be friendly but more often than not it's probably going to if it's seen attempt to protect its its charge and mm. judging by the size of the downfall chalice uh one would assume any protective spirit there is particularly strong so i'll just see if my perceptive eyes can 
make out anything strange that would. Ah, sure. Take my plus three. Yeah. So you guys are looking Take around. my plus three. Um, but yeah, on the way, not so much. Maybe closer down in the chalice, because uh, you yeah. only explored the first room. Um, however, you guys get back to the room, back to the trapdoor. Uh, everybody, roll me DC twelve. Thanks. Perception check. Ooh. Are, are we not all giving it to uh, Zophorius? Uh, I'm going to have everybody roll all right. on this one. Cool. Uh, I rolled this text. Yeah, especially a... perception should be individual, technically. Um, investigation, I would say, is more of a, a helping thing, but perception is like an individual's ability to... Uh, taken perceive the yeah um, and that was my mistake letting you guys add that earlier that's really more of a basis thing but, it's all uh, good it's okay because you couldn't have succeeded on that one because there isn't a switch uh, yeah <laughs> what did ever did anybody beat a dc12 yes no. I did. okay no. you guys round the corner and all of you point like finger out at a finger Oh. Not underneath a stone trap. Uh, settled in the corner, Fish. kind of near where the trap door was. Uh, is it a finger? It is. It's. It looks the like finger. it may not have come off the hand, and when mm. the dust was moved and has now settled in new places, uh, the finger is has, has been detached at some point and flung off into the corner, probably from the mechanism of the trap door. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that's where we saw the finger. Uh, but the door is gone now. That's the only problem. Well, where was it? Previously. Uh, I go to the spot. Okay. That I assume it would be. Sure. It kind of indicates like a five foot square where right there was back. a tile seam. <laughs> right, right. right around here. Uh, like I said, Jax tried to lift it, mechanism snapped and it snapped shut all right um are any of you particularly strong no at least not to me all right well uh i will try myself i've got a bit of a bit of an arm on me and but i can give you a boost of course i mean it would be appreciated of course well um i'll go ahead and pull out my um crowbar Okay. From my thieves tools. Sure. And I'll try and wedge up under the the thing. Okay. Well, As she does all. Oh. It's smooth floor. There was previously a tile. Mm. The tile retracted back into the floor. There is now just. I'm going to use the crowbar then to like kind of just dig and try and find purchase. Okay. I'll uh, guide her as she does that. DC 27. I got a 7. Okay. Did you, did you add a D4? Yes. Not that, not that it matters. But I okay. rolled a 4. <laughs> I love you, Jordan. DC 27. I rolled a 7, but you added the D4, right? Hey, I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> He's like, if I'm going to give out guidance, it better be taken. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, you, you try. It's... Whatever this building is made out of has withstood more than the city has withstood for longer, so. 
Have I heard of anything quite this like this before? This 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 strong? Is this some kind of special material? Because I imagine I would have read about different materials for like buildings and things, so that I could break into them. Um, I'm gonna say that this is a little bit out of your wheelhouse. So this this is only the first or the first uh, room, correct? And there's hallways leading through? Yeah, there are hallways. Does it look like there's a hallway that would lead, like, down? Uh, Everything seems to lead up. Up, okay. Yeah, up into... This is a very large okay. building. There are multiple multiple floors. Um, does anybody have mason proficiency with stone mason's tools? Or have the archaeologist background? Nope. I was going to try nope. and give you more information on the stone, but without those, not really happening. Um, yeah, and you guys actually bebop for a little bit around the the uh, building, and for all of its ancient mystery and some of its grandiose arches, you get up to an upper floor, and there are these huge vaulted ceilings um, under this giant dome in the top of the, the helm. Uh, and suspended like a weird Sistine Chapel of Remembrance. There are just these suits of armor uh, with some visible portions of bone and skulls just suspended from the ceiling in this weird sort of homage to armies long past. I'll come bow my head and give a small prayer. Just the one remaining finger is the only thing that's really of note. Um... Other than the fact that this place is, like, as beautiful as it could be, it's fucking horrifying. Like, it is just, like, it's it's a weird sort of, like, combination between a chapel and, like, a weird roadshow side tent circus display of, like, hey, you're, you want to see a dead body? Like, it's like that. <laughs> um, it, there's a I'll lot of rooms. I'll go ahead and road. What? Sorry. Um, I'll just, at some point, go ahead and uh, ritually cast Detect Magic again. Yeah, sure. Um, there are a couple of hits of Abjuration. Um, just especially on the ones near the ceiling. Some warding spells and things like that that are mostly faded. Um, you get close to a wall at one point, and there's the faintest hint of necromancy. Um, and it happens in a couple of places, and it's not a powerful thing, and it, it, it almost isn't threatening, really. It seems to be whenever you get to an exterior wall, like where you would be close to the exterior of the helmet. Roll me an intelligence check. Alright. Can I actually try to look for a switch this time? Like, get down on yeah. hands and knees. You can roll investigation see. with the help of anyone you ask for. 19, by the way. 19. You're a pretty smart guy, and you've lived in Zealous a while, and you've heard rumors about this thing. Sure, you've never been here. But if the rumors are true, and this is the helmet of some long-dead titan, and the rooms were built yep. inside the skull then you're assuming that anytime you near the actual bones of the skull, there's some form of preservative necromancy keeping this place held together. That is the structure. Okay. 
Otherwise, you have no explanation, and there are zombies in the walls, and I'm tricking you. So it's really up to you to figure that out. I'm leaning towards zombies. <laughs> yep. Hey, uh... You guys ever played Blue Black? <laughs> nope. Nah. <laughs> hey, uh, Cerberus. Uh, yes. Uh, do you want to look for some kind of switch or mechanism? You, you seem pretty smart. Or at least able to find something very easily. Maybe a little help might give us yeah, a I nudge in the right direction. I mean, I, I'd be happy to help, but I'd, I probably am not the best. That's not exactly my area of expertise. Neither is it mine. I'm, I'm much more perceptive, but I think we need more of a uh, on our hands and knees type search in here. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Andy. Oh. You called me Andy? Does that mean we're friends, Herbert? <laughs> well, we're not enemies, and you're not that bad, I guess. I'm gonna slap you on the back and I say, well, then help me look for it. Let's go find a switch. All right. All right. <laughs> the simultaneous all right was like the highlight of the night. Um, That's a 16 for me. What's your modifier? Plus three. Zero. Can I guide her though? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, she's already done it. That's fine. Um, so with a 19. Um, you don't you don't find a switch. Perhaps there's not a switch here. We spent a long time looking. I really don't think there is one. Yeah, you guys can uh, hear something outside, like just people moving about, milling about. Oh, it's it might be time for us to go. I um. It's also possible that this trapdoor that you all found is inaccessible from the outside. Perhaps there's maybe another way to get down there or something. That is true. Uh, that is true. Actually, DM, with the lore that I've heard about this place, is, is there something like that? I've ever heard anything like that? Uh, no, people think this place is creepy as shit. They don't really go here. Um, oh no, have I heard uh, if anything, there's something under it? Or like a, a way to get a separate way to enter it? Mm, no, you know that there are things under it. Um, okay. There are nobody. So, what keeps the city going and the canals that are magically powered up on this hilltop? Um, there is a place called the Unterworks. And. It's it's very restricted who can go there um, and who can go in and out. And the Unterworks weaves, wherever there aren't sewers in Zealous, the Unterworks kind of fill that infrastructure underneath the city. But most of the hilltop buried deep down, like if you dug down, and I'm not talking like this is a little hill. This is like tiny mountain. Tiny, yeah. short, broad, thick mountain. Um most of the center of this place is is infrastructure of a very complex sewer system so as not to dump sewage out on the 
outer steads um, of the city, but they don't really care about the rest of the water, which is clean, um, which has led to some swamp areas. Uh, but the Uinter works are, are a potentially at some point underneath this place. Like, if there is something down there, it's, it's you got a 50-50 of hitting either a, an incredibly restricted city uh, secret or sewage. Mm. So. So um, I go, I almost look like I'm about to say something, and I kind of just shake my head. Okay. But yeah, other than, other than what you guys have found, the one remaining finger and uh, where there was a trapdoor, there's nothing in this place. Do you have any ideas, Altharius? Uh, well, I thought I did, but no. Uh, I don't know. We, we might be out of our element on this one. Perhaps. We'll have to think some more. But maybe we can mark where the trapdoor is and come back later, possibly. Yeah, perhaps. I'd, I'd be down for that. I'm going to walk over and pick up the finger. Okay. It, you've been through here with detect magic. It didn't ping or anything. Um, it's... You saw the corpse. It's not decayed in the same way. It's fresher. Uh, it's a little stiff. Uh, it doesn't have any fluid left in it, so it, it must have snapped off before the rest of the hand got snuck, stuck, snuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there are a couple of qualities about it. Uh, the fingernail is incredibly long, almost claw-like, but just like broken and, and, and ragged, but thick. Uh, and more so than what you saw in the corpse, there is a thick coarse black hair that is concentrated on like bet between the knuckles so like in this middle section of the finger where the knuckles are just slightly bare um but it's it's you think that the corpse that's been sitting outside must have had some of its hair fall out on the hand this one has been preserved potentially because it's been inside somewhere you're not you're still not sure if it's the same it's from the same body but it's definitely a thicker coarser hairy like not like person hair like animal hair dm's mentioned hair twice starring that right <laughs> it's just it's a prominent feature of a finger that doesn't shouldn't normally have hair I'll uh, take a piece of parchment out from my pack, wrap it up, and I'm putting it in okay. my uh, little satchel. You, you can Is there write anything that in I... your inventory if you want. One, one severed hairy finger. <laughs> gonna save that for later. If I get one murdy charges, <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> Is there anything um, that I've heard of before or read about before that has that hair pattern? To, similar to the corpse and to the finger that we're seeing now again. Go ahead and roll me investigation. Or, I'm sorry, history. My bad. It's a history check. Natural one. Can I it's a uh, give her a weird thing? Up. Weird, weird, hairy thing. It's a three total if that helps. Three total? <laughs> You'd probably be better off identifying, like, stuff on the corpse than you would 
this finger. I said either the corpse or the finger. Well, have you gone back to the corpse? I could, I suppose. Um, let's go ahead and head out and see what that sound was outside. Just make sure that it's not actually anything creepy or anyone doing something that they're not supposed to do. And then uh, I might want to take another look at the corpse. All right. Actually, uh, maybe we should leave. Let the uh, people have their time and then maybe come back. I, I might be interested in looking at the corpse myself. Uh, just so you My concern know. is what... I was gonna say, just so you guys know, because we have a couple high wisdom characters and a couple high intelligence characters in this group, kind of distributed among the entire group. All of you kind of guess that if there are people milling about in the cemetery, an open grave with a random discarded corpse is probably gonna be taken care of. Yeah, it's likely going to be buried. Is my concern. Right. Um, well, maybe you can have a quick run and quick look. Uh, maybe the rest of us should clear out. I don't know. I don't want to disturb the the incoming people. Okay. All right. So you're gonna go check it out yourself. Uh, sure. And I'll try to be a little bit stealthy. I don't want them to. I don't want to disturb anyone. Sure, go ahead and roll stealth. And remember, if you need to, you have an extra dice. Because that's... Do you get that yet? You have that, right? Uh, I, I do. It's a d6, I believe, Yeah. to start. So that is a... 19. 19, okay. Uh, just roll a passive group perception for the rest of the mourners. Yeah, so they got a 10. They're not really aware. Was that with your D6 or with help? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you make your way back. You find the corpse. What would you like to do with it? I'd like to take a closer look at it to see if I can identify it at all or anything as to like what it could be with this hair pattern or if I've read anything about this, if it's some kind of... Maybe a spell or a type of creature so or you're, try, you're trying to assess its physiology? Uh, yeah, yeah. That would be a medicine check. Uh, the DC to identify this creature is going to be... It's, it's, it's been outside, like all of this stuff. I would put it at 15. Um, just because it's, you know, it's wet. That's a four. You have another dice to add to that. Yes, but it's... It's a four, and the best that I could add it would be a six. So That's that true. would be an 11, which still would not be, yeah, there's nothing I can really do okay. reasonably. I also have a negative one wisdom right. modifier. So. All right, so yeah. Um, no, you can't, you can't tell what it is. There are other things you could do to the body that you may or may not be better at, but as far as assessing a dead creature's thing, it's a random humanoid. Um, in that case, I'll just sort of take stock as far as what it is and what it looks like. Um, and I'll probably just try to read up about it later. Okay, cool. All right. Well, if, All you're, right. if you're done and you're, are you sneaking back towards the cemetery gate? Aye. Okay, cool. So you guys Aye. all 
exit. Um, as you make your way out and kind of sneak around a throng of people, you you see um, Ivrian um, just kind of nervously like clutching the shovel and like looking at each person's face, kind of like. <laughs> just mumbling to himself. Uh, on your way out, uh, you guys are actually stopped. Just because this is a... Um, a hand reaches out and grabs you and Zell from the crowd. Uh, and you turn around to see uh, a somewhat familiar face, loosely connected. Uh, it's a woman, kind of in her... Uh, she's kind of white-haired, but her face is still fairly young-looking. Um, she goes to the Chantry. Um, she is not a cleric. Uh, she is just a, um, somewhat invested person. Uh, this is Palomina Dupree. Uh, she is the, uh, council chair for Relics and Antiquities in Celis. Um, and is essentially, for all intents and purposes, a representative of the local government that kind of has to decide what's okay for your church to keep. Like, you guys have religious rights and stuff like that, but you're also essentially a nuclear bunker. Um, and for the most part, like, she's, she's always been kind of on the fence about whether it should be kept by the Chantry or the Lazarite Colloquium. But more often than not, she votes on the Chantry. Um, and yeah, a hand just reads out and she goes, Oh, Zell, darling, it's so good to see you. Um, I heard about the, you know, earlier today, and we on the council uh, offer our condolences for the um, terrible, terrible things that have happened. Um, actually, I believe there's a council member at your temple now discussing things with your headmaster, whatever you call it, and uh, yeah. there's just been some mild discrepancies among council members over whether this attack was prompted by uh, your order's specific occupations. And I want you to know, I would never, I mean, I've been supportive of you always, you know me. But you do have to look at things from our perspective, and so on and so forth, and blah, 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 blah. What I am here to say is that, uh, in, this is a bit of a warning. There's some scrutiny in your general direction. Hey. Warning against myself or no, not or you. Not me. I would never know. Not you. Can I yeah. inside check her, by the way? Sure. Uh, what are you trying to figure out about her? Like, if she's lying or is she just like exactly how she's here? Yeah. It, it, is this Good put on Lord. or is this just okay? Sure. Uh, yeah. That's gonna be. I'm gonna give her. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to tell you what her role is, but I am going to roll against her. Oh, 
Oh no. Nineteen <laughs> plus. Okay. Twenty-four. All right. She's a politician. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is kind of two-faced. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Cool. Cool. She again has always been on the fence. Um, she is trying to not stir anything up, but you yeah. can tell she's definitely going to put her position before potentially making the wrong vote on the wrong thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, she seems sincere in that this is kind of a notice that, you know, your your church is under scrutiny. That seems real. And it, it definitely, when she says, no, not you, and she says, I would never, she probably would. Yeah. So that's kind of a lie. But she means that she's not talking about you. Specifically. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's uh, hard to tell you how a politician is lying. <laughs> like, rule yeah, no, well, no, no. technically, like, only half of it's a lie. That's yeah, no, I, I definitely get where you're coming from with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, she says, oh, no, 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 never, not for you. But eyes are everywhere, and it would possibly make protecting your investments easier if certain favors can be called upon. Nothing, nothing that would be implicitly illegal or anything like that. And nothing personal. I am a businesswoman and a representative of your town. How dare you? What I'm saying is, if for some reason I may or may not call upon your order to retrieve something for me, to just to look or something like that, that would certainly put certain odds in your favor. Well, I mean, I'm am not I the... Huh? Am I here right now? Sorry, I just no, want to move my have, characters. You guys have walked forward a little bit. You're out of earshot. He's just been pulled aside. He was walking towards the back. Uh, I am not uh, particularly the one to talk to on these matters. I, I cannot give you a yes or no on certainly that answer, but I, I can certainly earworm, pass the message. Somewhere in there, of course. Mm. Great, yes. it's been great talking to you. I have to go mourn someone now, and she like walks in back into the cemetery. <laughs> What was her title one more time? Uh, she is the council chair of uh, Relics and Antiquities. I.e., the person who tries to figure out, she kind of has the last word on whether or not it's still okay to continue to put magic nukes under the city in the hands right. of religious people. <laughs> or whether it should go to the last right quote, colloquium. Which, they're not necessarily antagonistic towards you, they just have other interests that aren't you know they're wizards right so i just kind of like stare after her for a moment and kind of grit my teeth yeah and she's not like yeah again she has always in the past voted to continue to yeah keep things like yeah it's a complicated kind of it's, slimy it's the politician part that i don't like yep. so i'm just like Ugh, I dealt with this before. I'm not happy. Yeah. Take a breath. Take a breath and let it go. Sure. Let it go. And I have a picture of her too, if you guys want one. Uh, 
I just, I'm kind of like grumbling. Oh, stupid. She's so stupid. I'm so angry. I just, the dragon helped me. Are you all right? Oh, uh, I, I'm fine. Don't, don't worry about me. Uh, uh, just, just, um, and I kind of like just clasp my hands and kind of nervously fidget. Uh, it's you fine. See, it's, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with being anxious, and there's nothing wrong with talking about it either. Oh, believe me, I, I know true. that. Uh, I just, I just need to think on it. Uh, it's just politics. I, I don't particularly care for them, and they can take a nice individual and make them stupid. I, com I completely understand. Um, I don't really know much about the uh, talking end of politics, but if you do need her uh, or any, I mean anyone taken care of in particular, just let me know and I'm happy to help. Uh, I will keep that in mind. I don't need her taken care of. Uh, I have a number of contacts. I don't mean in any kind of professional capacity of mine or anything along those lines and I just kind of like put the blades away just to make sure I don't seem like I'm trying to assassinate <laughs> I, I kind of like put my hand on her shoulder just kind of pat it and say you've been a good friend so far Andy I appreciate it I try my best just <laughs> don't go killing anybody I glare at okay I don't. I only do it for money. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's. Don't point at missing the energy. Otherwise, unless you have the coin, I mean. Do you all want to get a drink? I could use a drink. Yes, I think we're well, all yes. the juice. Um. Why yes? Uh, Bear, are you planning on getting some lemon juice? Absolutely not. I think he is. I, I think that's a yes. I right, just tell this one. Just tell this one. I just need to stop by my temple first. So if you all go ahead to me, I'll, I'll catch up. Okay. Okay. I just wanna. Where are you guys? I just wanna. I just wanna. Just before we dig into something, what's the plan? Uh, do you want to go to the uh to the dry? Dry apples, two apples, something like that. The tavern, apple tavern place. Yeah, I actually, I actually know a place that sells lemon juice. We can go there. Yeah, is it like the a, uh, a sit down place that we could? It's know. a yes. Oh yes, well yes it is. Do you know what the name of it is? Ah oh, man, I you know I, I don't. Uh, I I know it's uh it's definitely in more one of the more one of the the uh, the, the the seedier areas of town. It's definitely oh. not you know but but no but but it, 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 it's very yeah, it's fine though don't care it or anything like that uh we just what i know would i know such a place or not but, no know. no most likely not no he, he, oh, he doesn't DM even question. know like, sorry <laughs> he, he doesn't even know exactly where this place is it's not exactly a place you would frequent like gotcha you might have fun but you probably have fun inside city walls uh, uh, yeah. Do I know of any bars, like, kind of midpoint to where we are, to where the temple is, so, like, we could all kind of um, convene? Not... The only one is outside of the walls. Hmm. Uh, there is a bar 
Gorman's Plaza called The Brass Trinket. You, Andy, and you, Cerberos, have you heard of uh, The Brass Trinket by chance? I can't say I have, but I've only been here for about a week or so. I'm decently familiar with it. Uh, oh, yes. Maybe we could meet there. It's relatively close. Uh, yes, we can do that. It has some shady people, if that's okay with you. It does. Uh, I was going to ask if that's all right with you all. As long as we're a group, I think it'll be all right. I am a shady person, so <laughs> I hope you don't find that sort of company. Uh, just try not to be too shady, right? Well, I'm so fucking nervous about the one character that hangs out at the breast trinket now. I'm not entirely sure what it's character okay. that it's is. All good. <laughs> Let's just move on. Is Keldon there? No, he's in a different part of the story. Oh, okay. We're gonna find out, aren't we? Hey. I know, we're gonna find something. Right. I mean, that's that's just a suggestion. Uh, uh, would I know of any other... Oh, that's a better... Uh, any restaurants? Something with... Uh, or even... Or I, imagine even... I imagine there's probably some food at uh, the Golden Lantern. Wait, what's it called? The Golden something? The Golden Rust Bucket? Fresh drink it. Rest <laughs> Golden rust bucket. <laughs> oh, I think great. we had the same issue where we would name like a yellowish metal before. <laughs> like the copper something, uh, the tin something. Yeah, copper <laughs> trinket. I don't remember the name. Ah, <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, DM, the Cook's Guild. Yes. Uh, would that be somewhere like I could prepare something there and bring people in and have them eat there? Or is it more um, not that kind of thing? It's not particularly. They typically like working in the Cook's Guild specifically is more for, um, I don't want to say catering, but it's more like you go for an event of prowess. Um, uh, things gotcha. like that, uh, because okay. they have they have some of the most um, advanced and 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 capable equipment uh, in the city. Uh, right. There is an open market. There isn't anything quite like a sit down restaurant outside of the dry apples or um, uh, the Oracle Hotel, which has banquet halls and stuff. But mm -hmm. again, like. The Oracle Hotel is where you would probably serve the things that, like that you're doing from the Cooks Guild and things like that. Mm. Uh, they have kitchens you can use and prepare, but it's not like mm -hmm. bring your friends here. Um, right. So, uh, no, your the Dry Apples has food. The Brass Trinket has food. Um, is the Dry Apples a little less seedy? than the... the Dry Apples. Oh, it's, it's, it's next okay. to yeah. It's next to the Sunset Summit Inn. Ah, um, uh, okay. A really nice hotel in town. Dry yeah, it's not yeah, as yeah. good as the Oracle Hotel, but one thing about the dry apple, it probably doesn't have any Alemba juice. Uh, no, but maybe you could run and go grab some, and then we could all meet up there. I, I was just thinking, I'm, I'm kind of hungry. Uh, I could yeah. also go for some food, but look at this D10. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. All right. I can make so, a run. I can make so a run to the the brass trinkets and uh, and get some lemon juice for everybody. 
Uh, all right. Uh, never going to get out of that. Uh, <laughs> you promise. I technically actually did not promise, but... You never it... break up until you promise, you hear me, Del? Oh, that's part of our people's customs. We never break an oath, but I did not make an oath to you, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm going to go to the temple and I will meet you all at the uh, the dry apples. Yes? I'm actually going to uh, make a quick stop myself and see if I might stop by the library real quick. Okay. All right. Well, I suppose if everyone's going somewhere, I could follow you to the library. If you don't mind, I actually have a bit of research that I'd like to do. There you Oh, or, um, Andy. Yes, yes. Uh, did you happen to uh, get a good look at that body? Could you describe it to me, possibly? Uh, yeah, of course. Or um, I could try and sketch it, or, if you like. Either, either or. And then after she does that, DM... Is it anything that I have read or come across? Well, with her understanding of the body, either her description or her drawing would only be as good as her understanding of the body. So mm, she draws didn't like about a that. dead thing. It's like twisted up. Yeah. It's uh, as she starts hair. drawing. He's got a lot of hair in weird places. Where particularly? Like <laughs> all over. Yeah, on his, um, sorry, I have it, uh, sketched out right here. Uh -huh. um, uh, his hands, the, or their hands, I don't know, I know. Their hands were really hairy, um, particular. I know, I can't do push to talk and use both of my hands. So yeah, it, it's fine. <laughs> um, as well as uh, there were also uh, very elongated nails. It was very strange, considering that dead bodies don't do that. Um, no, so it almost seemed like don't. like it is like someone had... The feet were similar, like when you took the boots off? I, I the feet were similar, and... Um, Okay. Yeah, it was very dark hair as well. It was a lot of hair. So with that, am I able to kind of have any ideas of what it may or may not be? With that description, I'm not going to make you roll for it necessarily. But there are certain elements of people with different kinds of afflictions. <laughs> like Daniel has a specific kind of affliction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, changes to the physiology can can come about. Uh, you've heard of like werewolves and werebears mm. and things like that. It could be something like that. It sounds like that's All right. It lines up with that sort of mythology. I was hoping you would tell me that's not what it lined up with, but here we are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right, thank you. Thank you so much, Andy. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think on that, run to the temple work real quick, can't talk, and then, um, maybe we can talk some more when we, uh, meet up again. Okay, so we have one person going to a temple, two people going to the library, and one person going to a bar to acquire an intense <laughs> hallucinogenic alcohol. Oof. 
Hey. I am actually going to branch off uh, before we quite get to the library. Um, I do actually have something else to do that just occurred to me. So I'm going to be uh, heading to a house in the uh, political district. Okay. Janet West. All right. All right. So you, you break off. Um, we're going to do everything. Who wants to go first? Well, really quick, do we have a... Would any of us have a... It, it's been a while, a map of Zealous? Um, I have a map. Oh, no, I don't... My character doesn't, but I've been sketching out the place. So. I can give you guys one. I don't have a fancy new one that I have made. Uh, so this will all be subject to change because I'm actually restructuring how the city looks and is built. Uh, it's going to be multi-tiered now, but... Um, it's, it's going to be larger to necessitate the population that I wrote down that I don't have enough buildings for, I found out. So, uh, but I can send you an old one. I can go first. Mine will be quick, sure. by the way. Okay. That's what you think. You make your way back to where you vaguely remembered stumbling um, <laughs> in, the, in the day's revelry. Uh, Jax went hard early on and then, and then crashed. Uh... <laughs> It is once is almost immediately after you get outside of the city. What greets you are many, many, many shanty-like shacks made of chipped stone, um, different different kinds of like scrap wood. All of them on these platforms, uh, these these wooden, uh, almost dock-like platforms that stand on stilts. And as you look down, kind of, you're on a cliff's edge towards the uh, where you stand outside the wall. Um, and uh, as you look down, you can see these stilts go down into a swampy area that's sort of being perpetually filled with water by the waterfalls that surround the city. Um, as you leave, uh, a guard nearby um, kind of calls out, Hey, uh, state your business. Where are you going? Where are you coming from? Hi, well, I'm just heading to a bar real quick. Grab some drink. Coming from the city, going back to the city. Right, don't start any fights, don't start any trouble. And he just yeah. moves back to his post. Um, Sounds good. Uh, he also, uh, you notice he, he finds uh, another person who's, who's coming in. Um, and ties up that person's uh, weapon with like an orange sash uh, before the person goes inside. Um, but that being said, you find the brass trinket fairly easily. Um, it's just this wretchedly rundown place. Um, the building looks soggy, like 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 soggy, drooping wood, Daniel. Um, and you, you, as you walk over the threshold, um, you can kind of feel the water squelch out of, out from beneath your feet. Um, just sees a lot of, yeah, sees a lot of, uh, rainfall, um, and, and. Freaking wet. Yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> anyway, uh, once you open the door, the inside is low lit, um, there's the smell of like mildew and and uh, like fungal growth 
hate all of you. Um, <laughs> welcome to the old group of players. Um, we're freaking wet. We're just, we're freaking wet. So, a lot more allusions to dicks in this old group. It was, it was something. We're not going to get through a session without Dan making some kind of O face. Um, but it's okay. Oh. It's, it's, it's a good time. Uh, Literally. So yeah, so no, there's a bare lantern that hangs from the ceiling, uh, kind of halfway between the door and the bar, that casts a yellowish light on what is an otherwise dingy atmosphere. There are a couple gnarled and hunched figures in one corner. It looks like playing a game of cards, and the cards are like sticking to the barrel they're using as a table. Um, there's one individual at the bar, uh, aside from the barkeep, who is a shorter... Um, rough and tumble kind of gnomish woman. Um, the individual at the bar is kind of just this nondescript guy in a cloak. Uh, and he's got like longerish black hair. Um, and then off on the right hand side, there is uh, a guy in in these like red scarves. Um, uh, just kind of basic. Uh, clothes with some leather armor attachments and things like that. Uh, Longish um, black hair, uh, sallow, kind of sunken eyes, and he's got uh, his... He just looks out of it. Um, But yeah, that's who's inside. And as you enter the door, you see the the gnarled woman behind the, the short gnarled woman behind the bar look up and go, you. So, I suppose you've come back to either pay for what you took or uh, to give it back, hopefully without any of your backwash. Oh, boy. I pay for what I took. Uh, how much do I owe? Well, for the two casks. Uh... I'm gonna put that at around 150 gold pieces. So or you can uh, just yeah. return the casks. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, let me, uh, I will definitely return the casks. I need to, uh, just go grab them. Uh, do you mind if I just, um... She starts reaching for something behind the bar. Oh, no! She's not taking her eyes off you. It's not a, It's not necessarily aggressive. It looks defensive. Oh, you're going to die. All right, so listen. Uh, if, if I could just uh, have a cask, I will definitely go drop it off after my buddies. And then I, I'll, I'll get the other two casks while I'm there and bring them back. You've been gone for How about maybe, that? we'll say, about two or three hours. You have two casks. No one could have drank that much in this amount of time. I'm not giving you any more till you pay for what you've taken. And if I see you around here, this property, again, without either my money or my casks, I'm going to ask this nice gentleman who pays for his drinks to take care of you. And you see right, a figure right. just kind of believe- look over his shoulder at you. Uh, he's got kind of a beard, short, pointy ears, um, bright blue eyes, uh, sleeveless sort of tunic with just these gnarly fucking tattoos down both arms. Um, and he looks back at the barmaid, and he's like, 
I'm not really interested in that. And he just continues with his drink. Right, right, uh... Who is this? It's a riot. What am I missing? Girl! Oh, Shut up, There's a baby! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Oh, Shut up your face, son! Uh, no, disadvantage! Disadvantage on you! Disadvantage on your cow! <laughs> disadvantage! <laughs> oh, the disadvantage. Jesus! You need Jay's. Hey, hey, I can give you Jay's. Just anyway. come talk to me. Y'all need Platinum Dragon. You see, you see as she pulls a lot, like a kind of almost like a tiny falchion or scimitar, like just this really nasty looking rusted knife and just stabs it into the bar <laughs> and then puts her hands on her hips in like that mom way, <laughs> like she's about to throw it like a sandal at you. Do, do I, by chance, have these casks on me? From no, they're, they're, a cask earlier? is like the size of you. So at some point during your drunken revelry, you have stolen two casks of Alumba juice and hidden My them somewhere God. in the city. Damn. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go see if I can uh, round those casks up, uh, and then I'll be back, all right? Well. All right, cool. I turn yes. around <laughs> She, she says, calls something after you, and you just hear, uh, But you, you get out of there, and you now have to retrace your drunken steps. I know that, uh, okay. Well, I, I have at least some of them, but just left, right? Yeah, or is you, it have, all gone? you have a couple, you have a couple swigs in a flask that you, yeah, you've good. somehow tapped this keg. All right, so, yeah, ah, oh, well. Yeah, and I pull out, like, a little, like, whatever I have with me, just the amount. All right, well, I guess the only way to really retrace my steps on this is is to, you know, to, to get in the mindset, I think. Uh, that's, that's, Jax that's is just, I'm, like, hyping right himself now. up outside of this bar. He's not allowed it. Guard kind of looks right, over yeah, at you and well, raises an eyebrow from the door. He's, like, 50, 60 feet away. All right, yeah. Uh, here I go, here I go. And I drink, I just swig. Okay. I take a big swig from it. Sure. And uh, uh, and hopefully it gives me some uh, some yeah. inspiration on where they are. Um, it's gonna be a DC 17 con saving throw. Um, and regardless of whether Seven? you become incapacitated or not, you will suffer the effects of poisoning. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, in, I've, okay, I have advantage against poison, just for being a dwarf. But you'll, you'll still be poisoned. The Constitution saving throw is to see if this thing makes you hallucinate that you are in fact a serpent, which is why the other name for a lumber juice <laughs> is slither soup. But <laughs> okay, all right, Whoa. so this is season. Yeah, DC seventeen saving throw. Uh, plus one here. Oh well. All right. I have a, I can roll advantage, correct? This isn't against being. Yeah, I will say you can roll with advantage. Um, this will be to see if you just drop onto the road and begin to inch your way, hopefully in the direction you previously traveled. Oh, that's an eighteen. That's a nineteen. That's a nineteen. Okay. You nice. Are you are still poisoned, so you have disadvantage okay, on your rolls. 
but you begin to feel the pull. And so you stumble, and you lift one leg up, and you spin three quarters turn and begin to walk your way down into the swamp. Oh no. And that's where we're going yeah, this to cut is, to I'm a different a... story. <laughs> I remember a scary swamp monster down there. Me too. Yeah, yeah it was not fun. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go if, if yeah, nobody sure. else wants to go yet. Uh, remind me of your master's name real quick. Just because I don't have it. It is. It is. Gotta find my notes. Uh, Simbic Oracas. Is it Iracas? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, I can spell it for you. I got it. It's I O R. Oh, do you? Yeah, I, 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 I yeah. remember everything. <laughs> as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, yeah, letters. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you head back to the temple and you see a couple of. Uh, people. Um, also, it looks like the temple has sank about a half foot since you were last here. Uh, there is still a large crack kind of around it um, from where the, the previous shockwave head that was used to open the vault had um, kind of destroyed some of the surrounding foundation. Yikes. Yeah, so... All right, all right. But yeah, so inside, there are a number of, of um, councilmen and guards who are kind of keeping the councilmen away from the monks, and the monks are, like, ready to throw down some of them. And it's a bunch of, like, old balding guys who are, like, saying nasty things, and the guards are like, if we don't protect these old men who pay us by keeping them away from these highly skilled and trained assassin-type dragon warriors... I don't know where our paycheck's going to come from kind of vibe. <laughs> um, there is uh, one guard in particular that stands out, as well as your master who is standing next to him, and his name is... To be revealed in mere moments, as soon as I find whatever I named his mini in Hero Forge. Awesome. <laughs> Um, while you're doing that, I'll just go to, uh, the monks and just, hey, hey, remember, time and place, I know a lot's going on, but let's be the bigger people, right? You feel a hand on your left calf, just like a, a gentle pat. It's Cha. I look down. It, it's, it's just Cha. Oh. Yeah, he's just sitting oh. there, eyes closed, like in that like closed state, small smile, just. Uh, and he like turns and like walks deeper into the temple, just. Ah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> Dermid, I think, or Demid. Where's his name? Dermot, yeah, he's the he's the one who calls uh, Cerberus Barry. He's like just he's got these big gotcha, gotcha. mutton chops. He's like he only uh, does arm day and chest day, and uh, <laughs> he's just kind of a frat bro guard. Except he he was like the guy who never stopped being a frat bro guard. Um, you know, he's a cop. He's a cop. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, 
and you can hear him talking with your master, uh, who is quietly like, well, I, they have a point. I can, this is a difficult situation. I must consult on the issue. Well, you're really lucky that you had a bunch of heroes to help save the day. You know, my boy, he was here too, and he's like my dude. And uh, I'm just saying, you don't owe me one, but like, kind of. Uh, um, excuse me. Yeah, little dude. Well, I I was with uh, your boy, uh, as you as you, yeah. Um. Right, I don't remember seeing you, but sure. Um, do you know by chance who issued the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, warning against us. Do, was that spearheaded by someone in particular? Or, uh, oh, you're not the person to talk to. Okay, uh, that's fine. Your dude was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's like, you know, he's kind of like a little spit fuck, but he's coming up in the world. It's it's nice to see. Yeah. Um, could I steal my uh, my high master for a moment? Oh well, unfortunately, I can't condone any kind of. Oh, you didn't you didn't mean theft. Um, I'm gonna go this way, and he's just like, like he walks like this. <laughs> okay, uh, he's one of the. I'm, I'm gonna like stare off at him. Just I have a, a picture. A if you guys want a picture, I have lots. But I've, I've just I'm, been making NPCs. But I'm just gonna like stare until the master kind of like you know does like hello. Are you here? Gotcha. Um, which he eventually does. Oh, uh, forgive me. It's been a very long day. You are telling me he was here for like 45 minutes. That guy, he's nuts. He's, I just, how do you get to that point? Uh, you know, I've met a couple of people today and you know, I thought maybe we were crazy, but they are crazy. Like maybe they're possessed by a spirit. I, I, I don't know. Well, you've returned. Um, how can I be of assistance? Well, uh, perhaps we can assist each other. I was greeted graciously by uh, our wonderful Pamela Dupree, who uh, kindly told me of uh, we are being warned. Yes, apparently. Been here most of the afternoon, there's been infighting, and I've had to ceasefire. Yes, it's been. I'm not a politician. Neither am I. You, you know my stance on that. I, uh, I really had to try hard not to do anything stupid. Yes. Well, continue to not do things. It's. Work. Trying. Yes. Um, no, that being said, I, I can't help but s 
It's important to look at things from the other perspective, and they are right. There was what previously, up until this point, has been an impenetrable fortress, has been impregnated with relative ease by a single individual. Um, albeit with assistance to distract guards, but I'm not even sure that was necessary. No, uh, not at all. He seemed to walk right in, know what he was looking for. He, he even knew how to connect the vaults. It was the Inadelian vault. How is well, he an old member somehow? I, no, I think he's just particularly adept. From what I understand, I spoke with Delver Arrokas for a while after you left. Um, he was a relatively high-ranking high member who was um, some kind of ostracization, or... I'm not entirely sure. Oh, um, he also mentioned... Uh, forgive me, I'm, I'm going to say this wrong. Uh, as Gantian, as Gantian, and Gilgadals, uh, before opening those those black pools. Uh, uh, specifically, oh, go ahead. I'm not particularly familiar with either of those no. names, though. I assume they're either uh, they're from some sort of relative to ours, but darker. It's always the same thing, it seems. Um, no, I'm not familiar, unfortunately. Nor am I familiar Master. with the use of the artifact. I, we weren't aware that it did that. Right. I, I assumed it was either the Staff of Knowledge or the, uh, the Staff of Iorfix. Uh, and it seemed the latter, probably. Well, the Do Staff you... of Knowledge is, as far as we know, the one that Norfax carried, the Staff of... Oh, right. To the Staff of Exiles. Um, yes, sorry. Which is <laughs> identical, and we're not sure of its origin, or its properties, um, or anything about it other than its visual uh, elements. Do you think he was trying to open a door? I think he got what he wanted. I don't think it was a door. I think it was general control. Hmm. Um, I, from what I could tell, uh, seeing the aftermath and talking to people, it seemed as though there was some sort of madness bestowed upon those who were within range and had he just walked through the city it would have spread I'm not do sure that it wouldn't have been permanent do you think he had another goal then beyond just the staff well from what I can tell he's an incredibly intelligent man with previous connections who has either gone mad in exile and returned to seek vengeance, or potentially had maybe an ulterior motive, though he, his actions seemed straightforward. I assume, based on my simple understanding, and I don't pretend to know any of this, I would assume that he wanted to tear from those who had 
uh, ripped him from his pedestal, their ability to do magic. Magic I wondered that myself. Uh, it just... I don't know. It. I feel unsettled. Well, his interrogation is supposed to be soon, so we might know more, but as unhinged as he seemed or possibly was, uh, I'm not certain that will yield very much. Unfortunately. And I must admit, uh, with the attack over, I'm preoccupied with preserving our stations here. That's indeed my primary goal is to protect the things that we protect, and our ability to do that is under scrutiny. And I can't say that that's not justified. I begrudgingly agree. He didn't they don't have, have to be items. assholes about it. He didn't have the items before he came here. That's true. Well, he had, I believe, one of them. Maybe I can't recall the time. He, he may have had the crown beforehand. That would have aided in his... I believe so. Yes. Do you think this is in relation to my vision? Sulfarius, without sounding chastising, it would be dangerous to jump to too many conclusions too quickly. You know me. I do do that. <laughs> I know, and you know me, and it's my job to protect you from those sorts of assumptions. I just... You know the first time... I connected with the All Dragon, and I told you about it, and it was just that guttural feeling, like, in my soul. Certainly, that's mostly how it works. I just... Not necessarily that one leads to the other, but perhaps in some way they are not... not connected. That's fair, and... Who knows? They could be. I'm saying, don't cast your line in too many palms without being able to reel them all in. Stay focused and vigilant and don't rule it out as a possibility, but don't necessarily depend on it to happen. That's we'll true. Get I hope so. Gives us all answers. <laughs> he does. Although I wish he would give me an answer on how to deal with Pamela because... Oh, I'm at my last night. She had the audacity to say, Oh, I have to go um, deal with some people who are mourning people. Oh, I just... Oh, I want to... Mm. I'm not sure that the old dragon is equipped to handle all of that. Bitches. But that's fine. Excuse me? Yeah. Mm. Someone has to say it, not that loud. Well, I'll say it for you. She's a... Not too many times. This is a church. Shit. Sorry. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, I will keep looking. But hopefully you can hold down the fort here. If I can be of any help, uh... Let me know. Did we, uh... Well, nothing happened. I heard the people were killed. 
yes, several people died. Uh, no, I'm I'm okay. My companions, who have just met, uh, they're different but dependable. They seem. I think. Eccentric. Uh, different. I was trying to be nice. Uh, you know, going along with the, the not judging thing. Right, right. Yeah. Occasionally that. I just dealt with Dermot yeah. for 45 minutes. I am... Again, that guy... How do you get that back? I need to the talons of the statue before... Yes. Keel over. I will be definitely meditating tonight. I've... Sorry. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I'll see what else we can find. Very well. Always keep me informed. Indeed. Uh, Have you seen Cha? Yeah, he he patted my calf and then walked on inside the temple. You know. Oh, so he's fine. Yeah, he he was just chilling outside the temple earlier. Um, it, it's I, he's nearing the last day, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's almost fifteen years old now. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we'll just we'll watch him. We're running out of scales in the temple, and I don't mean to be racist, but that makes me slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> well, I shouldn't laugh, <laughs> but that's kind of funny. <laughs> anyway. uh, well, thank you. Go about your business and report back with whatever you find. Um, All right. Yes. Dragon be with you. And also with you. <laughs> All right. Could not do it. <laughs> All right, so you leave. Um, yes. About two, um, three blocks away, uh, a a armored wizard boy walks into the place where wizards don't wear armor. Um, they're weak. <laughs> what? Because they're weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you enter, and the uh, sort of tall, thin, aging librarian next to the front door um, kind of smiles at you. He has these, like, pointed mutton chops that come out into curls, and then, like, a long, pointy beard. He kind of almost looks like um, like the sycophant from the Levin Thumps books. Uh, if anyone has read those, aside from me, I think I'm the only fucking person ever who has heard of them. Um... But if you Google Levin Thumps, he kind of looks like that, almost like a like a fox squirrel man. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys. Uh, I got him. Yeah, just a weird guy, uh, scrawny. But he goes, um, yes. Can I help you? Uh, yes, I was uh, wondering what you might think of uh, of this specimen here, and I'm gonna put the flap of skin on the counter. <laughs> Oh, good God. Um, this is a library. I'm... Are you... What, what are you trying to find out? I'm seeking knowledge, and I want to know why there's transmutation magic on a flap of skin that's no longer connected to anything. Um, very well. Um, well, would you like to speak to the colloquium, or are you looking for personal research? Well, this is in connection to uh, the Adventures Guild, and so this is more of a personal uh, endeavor, but if anyone from the Colloquium has any information, I'd gladly talk to them. I can, 
I can ask, and if you'd like me to locate uh, specific books on transmutation uh, or such, I could attempt it um, without something as specific. This is relatively vague, uh, but I would be more than happy to assist. Um, I believe Delvarocus is here. I also believe High Archivist is in, uh, as well as some other members. Uh, I could see if one of them could come and help you. Um, they're a bit busy, I believe they've called an assembly. Uh, but yes, I can. I would be more than happy to help. Um, and as uh, I don't know if you frequent the colloquium, uh, but he kind of like jostles a small box with like a coin slot on top, and it just says Mildit's research wing. We do accept this <laughs> for our research assistance. He like he, uh, without receiving your answer, he like spins around and scuttles away. It's just like this weird gangly dude. He's like super fucking old. Um, but he scuttles away. He's gone for a few minutes and he comes back. Um, I did uh, receive um, assistance from the colloquium. Uh, someone will be out to speak with you shortly, uh, right after the dungeon master makes his name up. Um, but until then, <laughs> if you would please uh, walk with us uh, to the higher levels, and in the center of this place, uh, there, thanks to my lovely wife, there's this huge uh, double helix DNA-style spiraling staircase uh, that goes up multiple floors. Um, he leads you up the right one, up to a f the second floor, and then off uh, right from the front door into uh, a section on um, transmutation magic where there's just an abundance of like research notes and things like that. Uh, not anything pertaining spe or containing spells, uh, because those specifically are kept on us. He, he explains this. Uh, we keep those behind uh, lock and key for colloquium uh, research, as well as uh, lessons and things like that. Um, are you interested at all? We do have a lovely... Uh, not at the moment. Oh, well, uh, feel free to take a flyer on your way out. I made them myself. Uh, but that being said, if you look in this aisle, as well as the next two over, uh, there are histories of uh, transmutative magics and things of the like. Uh, what you're asking for, in my very limited knowledge, seems to be closer to necromancy. Are you sure you're in the right section? You have the right school of magic? See, that's why I wanted to come talk to an individual like yourself, because I wasn't quite sure. The the area that I was searching gave off small bits of necromancy, but I also got overwhelming transmutation, as well as a piece of a, a finger of a person that seems to have unnaturally hairy knuckles. Well... Would you like to see it? I'm far quite fine. Um, no, uh... I will, unfortunately, I'm not a practitioner of magic myself. I'm simply a desk clerk, and I help find things. Um, uh, the colloquium member should be along shortly. Other than that, uh, there are sections of 
physiology, biology, we have. I'm not sure if that would be of any help to you. Um, potentially. Uh, if you had more information on the rest of the body, that might help. But I'm with a finger, a hairy, a hairy finger. I'm not sure I can. I'm going to go now. Um, they had hairy I, toes as well. I don't know if that helps at all. It is a complicated web you weave. I'm going to go find someone to help you. <laughs> well, I appreciate your help regardless. Like, like begins to scutter away and like looks over his shoulder at you <laughs> and then can, like hurries back up down the stairs. Um, while you're waiting, go ahead and roll an investigation check. I figured I'd freak somebody out, but yeah. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to bring out the body parts. Yeah, Mildred it. It is incredibly <laughs> perturbed. Uh, it is a DC... What are you looking for? I, specifically, I'm looking for what type of uh, transmutation magic would uh, leave a trace after a person's death. Okay. Or or long after something was... Yeah. DC 17. Um I only got a 14. Gotcha. Yeah, you find a bunch of stuff. Um, things like polymorph uh, can affect flesh, but normally things that affect bodies are necromancy, and you, that's common knowledge. Um, but things like polymorph can can affect it. I believe, and I'm not sure because I don't have them pulled up in front of me, but I believe haste is transmutation. Um though I'm not certain. It might be enchantment, but I believe uh, it's transmutation. But I could be super... Let's find out. Uh, transmutation. Yep. Yeah. Um, look at me. A couple more years and I might know shit. Uh, <laughs> but no. Um, so things like haste, uh, they can leave... Um, they, it doesn't say anything about leaving residual magic, but it is a magic that can affect flesh. Um, but as far as leaving something on dead skin with, without hitting the mark, you might not be able to find anything on that. Um, did you... So what I'm gathering is... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, from Daniel as Cerberus, probably it started whatever I'm looking for started as necromancy leaving a transmutation trace potentially um okay do you want to uh head to the biology section as well or are you going to just wait for the colloquium number i'm going to wait for the colloquium okay member all right um so okay i have it this is going to get weird. Um, a young woman uh, comes up. Uh, kind of just brownish hair up in a ponytail. Regular um, uniform of the colloquium, which is just uh, beiges, green, or not beiges, greens, blues, and beiges. I was correct. Um, similar to what you saw Delver Orocus wearing. Um, when he helped you with the staff. Uh, and um, she comes up, bows her head slightly, and she goes, Pleasure to meet you. Um, I'm uh, Delva Von Stein. 
Okay, I'm gonna write that name. So Delver. Yeah. Yes. And same last name as the guy we just arrested. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry, just writing that down real quick. Uh, I'll bow my head in return. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, my name is Cerberus Linagol. Yes, I've um, become relatively familiar with your name today. How can I help you? Well, hopefully, good things. Um, I was hoping you could assist me with um, identifying a form of magic or a school of magic, because I seem to be stuck in between two notions here. Um, I have this, and I'm going to hold up the flap of skin. <laughs> and it seems to be giving off a residue of transmutation magic, yet I can't seem to find anything on that. Hmm. Uh, if you don't mind, and she takes it, um, you watch her trace a couple of arcane symbols with her finger, um, leaving just a very, very faint, like, uh, light pinkish trail. Um, no arcane focus, no ritual, no material component. Um... And then uh, there's a very, very brief uh, flash uh, kind of near her chest from beneath the robes. Uh, and you you know the spell is like detect magic, identify things like that. Well, it appears your assessment is correct. This is uh, some sort of possible residual transmutation magic. Um, where did you find this? Well, we found it in the cemetery on a... Well, I found it personally on a bush where it just seemed to be hanging off a small branch. There was also... Yes, I was initially thinking undead. Um, mostly comes, what comes to mind is necromancy and transmutation, but I'm not sure how the two are knitted together. Right. Um... I'm not particularly certain myself, though I can say if there is residual magic still present on this, one would assume that the individual to whom this skin belongs to is still alive. Uh, that's Interesting. Um, I could be very off base here. I'm, I tend to stay away from any sort of necromantic uh, research and knowledge simply because of things I assume you've gathered at this point. Uh, it's safer for me to focus more on uh, enchantment, conjuration, things like that, uh, without drawing any kind of scrutiny. Just because of your last name? Yeah general proximity to my father, yes. Um, I'm sorry to hear about him, by the way. I, I know things are probably not well right now. And he had been dead for many years, so his return is um, more unfortunate than his incarceration. There's no love lost. But I'm, I'm enough of my family history for this afternoon. Uh, would you mind if I continued to take a look at this uh, 
perhaps uh, Mildred and I can come up with a theory for you. Uh, it's strange. Uh, yes, uh, feel free. Um, unfortunately, I know where to look if I need to find something like that again. Uh, do you happen to know anything about physiology, biology, that field? Um, vaguely, it's necessary for a lot of magic. Uh, do you have something in particular? Uh, a little bit of a, perhaps, word association game. If I say overly hairy knuckles, what do you think of immediately? A gorilla. All right, then we add long fingernails to that mix. That doesn't necessarily rule out gorilla, but um, where are you going with this? Are you coming on to me? <laughs> if, if, uh, so it's not. Not that I know of. Just uh, very strange. It, uh, here, just take the finger. Oh, ooh, this is interesting. <laughs> she just like picks it up and starts like looking at it. Out of curiosity, would that have worked? No. no just forget it. I, forget no, no, it. No, 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 no. This goes through my head. Um, I just this... don't. I don't understand what's going on. It's fine. Uh, this actually is quite interesting. Uh, it appears to be, and she like sniffs it. Um, yes, this is some sort of lycanthrope. Uh, come with me. Um, and also you tell anyone that I brought you down here or that you saw this, I will personally gut you. She like brings you downstairs and then through a small trap door that's behind a bookcase. Um, there's a set of stairs that lead down and then there are, there's a faint bluish glow. Uh, there's a hallway with an arch at the end. It's about 15 feet long. Um, and on either side, there are just these faint pulsing blue lights. She kind of looks, she goes to the end of the hallway, looks on either side, and then, like, brings you to the left. And you hear from behind you, um, uh, Miss Von Stein, uh, we're not allowed to let visitors. And it's Mildit, like, just, like, long neck, head poking down a trapdoor. Um, <laughs> she takes you through a... So, so she almost makes a U-turn. She goes out the arch and then directly into a door on the left. So it's a room behind the, the wall where the staircase is. And there are all manner of animals in here. And they're all quiet. And none of them are really moving. Um, there's a faint vibration in the air. But there are like ravens and pigeons and owls and hens and different kinds of frogs. There are dogs and cats and all kinds of things. I'll just kind of peacefully watch you walk in. And then their eyes all track you as you walk through. They seem fine, but unusually still and quiet. And then she begins holding if you don't mind, oh. a bunch of animals. <laughs> if you don't mind my asking what the hell is wrong with all of these oh they're under the effects of an extended calm emotions uh it keeps them docile and they're here for research noted uh but she begins holding it to different animals there's like a, a chimp that has like its hands like through the bars and she like holds it up she's like mm, 
no, not right. And then she moves on to a different one. Um, finally, she comes to a cage with a rat in it. She kind of looks at it. And she's like, "Our consistency is correct. It looks like the composition of the nails match, though this is broken." I think I have your answer. You're looking for a rat's nest. So there are there are like lycanthropes of rats. Were rats? Yes. Were rats? Interesting. Yes, and again, I've actually never heard of them. There are never just one. So if there is one in the city, and I really hope there is one in the city, and I hope you just found something awful instead. But if there is one in the city, there are more, and that could be unfortunate for many reasons. Um, yes, but uh, here's your finger back. It was a lovely first day. Um, but we need to get upstairs before anyone finds us here. She just begins, like, shoving you out of the door. As she's shoving me, I I'm just going to kind of be like, I, I, whoa, whoa. Um, I, I assume <sighs> typical... Rats, do they like sewers? Um, I mean, yes, but rats like anything where there's food, so this could be anywhere. That includes bodies, I guess. That would, might that might explain... Ah, never mind. Well, a rare rat, well, where rat will be easily identifiable. This is the finger, this is, this is the finger of, oh, I... They would be approximately the same height, just with rat-like features. Um, some don't fully change back out of their rat-like form, but they don't go from like a full-sized human to a tiny rat. They go from a full-sized human to a human-sized rat. That's actually kind of terrifying. Yes, which is why I'm saying that if there are more in the city, it could be bad for a number of reasons. I believe I just said that. Would they be, you said wherever there's food, do they necessarily, w would they consume the dead? I personally haven't ever asked one, but if you could bring one to me, I would love to ask it a number of questions such as that. Um, I, I am only aware that there are lycanthropes of various species um, and some crossbreeds of, of different lycanthropies and things like that. Uh, I don't even think the correct term is lycanthropy for a were-rat, I believe it's some other thropey. It doesn't matter. Um, I need you to go upstairs now, uh, or I'm going to get in all kinds of trouble. Don't worry, I'll just tell him we were making out, and I'm gonna head upstairs. You Hi. know! He, like, goes up after you. He, like, shoves you out the trap door, and you hear it go, boom, behind you. Nilda just kind of looks at you. He's like, I don't know who you are. But we do accept tips, and he walks to the front door. I'll, I've got what I came for, uh, so I'll head out and I'll stop in front of whatever his name was again. Mildit. And I will, Mildit. Mildit. M I L D I T. Okay, uh, and I'll drop a a gold piece in his little little thing. You see his eyes spark in a way that is not human. It's just this immediate greed, this like, 
Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Anything I can do, I'm still looking for your other uh, transmutation research. It should be complete in maybe a day or two. If you come back, I should have the necessary research. And uh, please do come back soon. It's very nice to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much for your help. Uh, don't get used to that much uh, currency. And I'll <laughs> see you in a couple days. <laughs> All right, and you leave. All right, Arandi, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to the house. Okay. I'm sorry. Where are you positioned around the house? Well, um, first I'm going to scope out the area. I know that it's in, um, from my last time going there, it's in a bit of a, um, not a cul-de-sac, but sort of a little thing of houses that are all next to each other. So I'm going to, sure. Um, So I'm going to take a look around that block and just see um, what sort of vantage points I have. Um, okay. And things along those lines. And uh, how late in the day is it, by the way, when I'm on my way Present to this way. place? Um, it is... It's like six o'clock. You, got, you have about an hour and a half of daylight left, two hours. All right, so um, on my way, I'm going to try and find a fruit. If there is, like, a food stand or anything, I'm going to try and just nick some, like, grapes or something on the way so I have a little, like, snack. Okay, roll a sleight of hand check. That is a 16. You have an additional dice you can use. You make it sound like I need to. Um, all right, I'll use my, uh, my... I'm just saying it's like an unlimited bonus. It just, it doesn't ever feel like it, you know? It's... It but I should, suppose I should get used to it. Yeah, you should learn to roll it with almost everything you're proficient in. If you get free guidance, use it. Use the guidance. So it's a 17. Okay, cool. Um... So that being said, you nick some grapes, you're fine. Go ahead and add 65 XP to your character sheet because you succeeded in a skill you're proficient in. Um, I don't think, yeah, Dan didn't succeed his research check. Zell, Zell got inspiration. You need to add inspiration to your character sheet. Ooh, okay. Uh, and, uh, Jax also got inspiration. He needs to add inspiration to his character sheet. Which is just a, Inspiration? Yeah, it's advantage once, anytime you want it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, You you get those post-role-playing, so. And I'm very excited to see where your story goes. Uh. Hey, mine? Yeah, it'll be fun. Um. Jax? Oh, yeah. But yeah, no. So you go ahead and roll. So the, I'll tell you because you're just scoping it out. The the house itself, not a lot of buildings in Zealous have angled roofs or tiled roofs. Um, a lot of this neighborhood does. They're more traditional Tudor-style housing with slate or tile roofs, whereas most of the rest are kind of more uh, Middle Eastern desert-style buildings with flat roofs. Um, that being said... Uh, most of the 
buildings around uh, are between one and two stories. Uh, this building in particular is two stories. Um, the What you do notice as you kind of walk past this place more than once. Um, sorry, this building is two stories? Yes. And just to confirm, um, the house that is there geographically, as I recall you describing it, had a family of foreigners living in it, correct? They had a family of halflings living outside of their means, from what you were able to see. Yeah, and, um, this, uh, okay, okay. I, I just thought it was a different house. Okay, well, what I was about to say is they are not there. Uh, they are actually leaving the house. Um, it's a son, a mother, and a father. Uh, and they appear to have a small cart with them, and they are leaving the house. Alright, and, um... I suppose I'll, uh, just watch as they leave. What, what seems to be in the cart? Roll perception check. That's unfortunate. Sixteen. Plus your D six. All right, you're right. You're right. It just feels like such a gamble to. That's the whole point of it. All right, so it's a twenty, not natural. Dirty twenty. See, there you go. Dirty twenty. Um. So, it looks like one of those wicker things you beat a rug with. It's like a tennis racket without the net, you know. Old school? That's not the only thing. I'm just trying to make sure you know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm just going to imagine a tennis racket without the net. Yeah, so you, you hang rugs outside, and then you take this ten ra tennis racket-like thing, and then you smack a rug with it, and the dust gets out of it. I gathered. Cool. I've never heard of it or seen it before, but I can imagine it. I'm, I'm certain you have. It's okay. Uh, so that being said, um, there are some push brooms. There are feather dusters. Um, there is a box, like a toolbox, kind of. Um, just various, like a pile of dirty rags. Um, lots of just looks like supplies. And then you, a short time later, after your like third time around the block, make like just looking around, you see a, a, a detachment of guards walking towards the house with an individual. And you're sure this is only a two-story house? Yep. Not three stories. They walk two up, stories. They walk up to the front door. And it is a woman uh, with white hair tied back up behind her head, um, wearing nice clothes. Uh, she thanks them uh, and goes inside. And the detachment leave, aside from one person. And just to confirm, uh, how did I become aware that this halfling family was living there? It was just an assumption. They were in and out. Like, they were just, like, tending the garden and stuff like that. They were there. Is it clear now that these people are servants? Yeah, it's just really weird that they okay. let their kid work with them. That's, like, the thing that throws you off is, like, there's, like, an eight-year-old boy who's, like, was just there. 
Nothing is as it seems. Okay. Everything is a lie. I was just really confused. I was like, this is very strange. This is like some really successful broom salesman or something. Okay. Yeah, no, they just seem to be like traveling cleaners. All right, so um, the white-haired woman yep. has just entered her home, yes? All right, and uh, the detachment of guards has left, or are they outside the front door? There's one outside the front Okay. And how tall, out of curiosity, was this white-haired woman? Not particularly tall, of average height. So, like, five, eight, five, six, five, ten? Sure, somewhere in there. <laughs> sure. It's, it's got to do with disguise self, and she's got a whole foot of variance, so I'm not really worried about whether there's a two-inch difference. Just had to check and make sure. This character's very short, so I have limitations to an extent. Okay, you can probably replicate her height with disguise self. That's the question you should ask. Can I replicate? Okay. Yeah, I suppose I could have just been more straightforward about it. I'll yeah, I'm overruling everything and telling you guys basically everything. I don't need you to sneak a disguised self in on me. It's not going to make that big a difference. Yeah. Um. Well, in this case, I will... I am going to go ahead and disguise self as Reeve Rowley. Okay. Okay. I'm so scared I'm gonna fuck this up. And I'm going to, uh, my plan is to go up there uh, after having disguised myself and I'm going to use Minor Illusion to uh, essentially disguise my voice. So I'm gonna use Minor Illusion to speak in his voice and I will just use my mouth to Tell me about Minor Illusion real quick, read the spell off to me. Yeah, for sure. I just have to find it. Oh my god, okay. Sorry, I'm still learning to navigate this. I'm doing my best. I'm just yeah, not the best. Nerves. Oh yeah. So, first of all, the reason I have Minor Illusion, uh, I would like to point out, it I, is I a racial why. trait. I've I had aware. it my whole life. It's all good. I, okay, just, just wanted to mention. Create <laughs> a sound or an image of an object within range last for the duration. Illusion also ends if you dismiss it as an action or cast a spell again. If you create a sound, its volume can range from a whisper to a scream. It can be your voice, someone else's voice, a lion's roar, beating of drums. Okay, yeah. It says it specifically. It's a ridiculous cantrip. It's a cantrip, right? It's a fucking It's fine. It is a cantrip, but it has a lot of limitations. It's all good. It's all good. It's okay. It's, it's I hate this fucking good. spell. Justification and minor illusion and disguise self once a day. So I'm very excited about this. Okay, so you let's do it. You succeed on what in whatever you're about to do. All right, I'm going. To, uh, <laughs> yes, I am Rorley. I think is how it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I am going to go up and I'm going to say. Uh, Good afternoon. Is the lady of the house available? Captain, aren't you supposed to be off duty? Uh, 
find this every step of the way. <laughs> what I'm doing with my personal time is none of your business. Yeah, I um, yeah, do have. I shouldn't have said anything. Make persuasion. I have check. to have... make a deception check with advantage, and remember, you can add a d6. Yes, the DC is 10 because you have and his voice. The god. You good. So that's an 18 plus, just for good measure. Really got to hit at home. Well, the DC was 10. I know, but like the better that I do. So that's, uh, what did I say, 18? That's a 25. Jesus. Okay, yeah. Wow. Uh, it was easy because you you are the guy. Like, as long <laughs> as he doesn't touch you, you're fine. But, well, I'm, no, she's, she's home. She got home about 20 minutes ago. I see. And uh, as far as her activity, as far as her activity, uh, has there been anything of note uh, recently? I'm following up on her safety. I need to make she's sure that she's fine. Well. She's survived the attack. She was out and about most of the day. Okay. Um, well, just uh, continue to keep an eye out. And uh, you, I point to the one on the far right, or the smallest one, the smallest guy. Oh. I thought you said there was the whole detachment was no, still there. No, they left, um, and one guy stayed behind. Right, sorry. Um, then I'll say, and um, you, I'm sorry. What is what is your name again? It's um, Benedict. Jeff. Name <laughs> Jeff. Okay. Um. Name Jeff. I don't know why I don't expect that question, and I also don't know why I always say Jeff. But it's okay. To go to. It's it's um, smooth. Yes, so um I would like for you to make sure to keep a, an eye out on her when she is out. Um make sure to check corners, things like that. Um there is potential that she is a person of interest. Uh, we can't really say if... I can't say much more than that, um, but I think you can read between the lines. Um, just keep a good eye out for you, I can make... I'm, okay, I'll do whatever you say, Captain. I've changed I may be coming like by... four or five times since I've talked to you. <laughs> I may be... Uh, that's okay, I have to... Uh, I had an Irish accent for about two seconds. Um, I may be coming by uh, later, but you're not to speak to me about this unless I approach you regarding her. And if you do, I will pretend not to know anything. So I need you to... This is of the utmost secrecy, you understand? Um, uh, all right. Uh, um, no, honestly, I'll probably just meet you outside of this house again. Um, so next point of, uh, I'm sorry, I just have been... Oh, it's been a ridiculous day. Can you remind me, do you... Are you always the one who watches her? Or I think it's a rotating detachment, is that right? The one who stays in and watches? Yeah, stays watch? Shift. It's just a job. Um, well, 
do you do you know what your shift is? Is it do you always do the same shift every day, or is it a different shift? I think I get off in like maybe two or three hours if you want to hang out. Um, I suppose yeah, we we could we could talk then. Um, two or three hours. Um, I'd want to go somewhere very inconspicuous. Uh, let's say. Where's your house? Where do you live? <laughs> Two hundred IQ players over here. Like this is <laughs> yeah. This is this is good shit. This is good shit. All of this on the spot. <laughs> well, um, I mean, my house isn't really ready for company or anything. Um, I'm not going to be going to you don't need to worry. I'm actually going to be sending an associate uh, who is a private contractor, but she's looking to matter as well. Um, just as you can imagine, what secrecy stay for like? like, how am I going to know it's her? She stands out. You'll recognize her. Um, she has very coppery skin. All right. Um, this isn't like one Almost of those blind date things like you did for Dermot, is it? Because that didn't work. Oh. God, no, I'm not planning on doing that again anytime soon, huh? How long Maybe I will. Last? It lasts... A minute? No, I think it lasts... Oh, Minor Illusion is a cantrip. So I can continue casting it. What are the components of Minor Illusion? BSM, I think. Mm. I certainly hope there's not a material component. Don't fuck me on this. No, it's just when I was using it, it was just hands and mouth. I think. I think it's VSM. I think if I remember correctly. and material. So I have a bit of fleece, or in my case, I just have. Uh, I'm going to say that I'm standing like. Okay, so how, just so you're aware, how, the somatic component of a spell is like the magic macarena. Just so you all are aware, like... Oh, I was thinking, I'm sorry, I was thinking verbal. Yeah, no. Um, but I was planning on just having my hand on the hilt of my um, my arcane focus. Sure, but if it has a somatic component... I, yeah, yeah, so then you're like, every minute I you like, have to go, yes, yeah, and this is my voice, and don't give a doom, give a doom. <laughs> and then I can keep talking. Like... <laughs> And then I can keep talking. Like, that's that's how the... So, and verbal isn't like, I'm going to say this and it's going to be the trigger word. Verbal is like, I'm shooting them a gun. But then I suggest, like... I'm shooting a gun. That's great. Uh, yeah, so just so you're aware, you're running out of time. But, um, all right, oh. what time is she supposed to be around at my place? I really need time to clean up. Maybe I'll I should clean up. Is she, like, into that? No, it's not. It's not a date. I don't think. I don't know. Listen. Look, Kevin, none everybody of that. Everybody knows. Everybody knows how you are. You can't fool me. I am wise and intelligent. I can see. <laughs> you are. Right you are too. You. I know. You're a big softy. Right. Well. Um. <laughs> I know that I'm off the clock right now, but I do need you to maintain some level of professionalism right, with this woman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just um, I thought you were setting up on is, a date. Is, I was very look, grateful, but we're trying. If you, if you guys end up hitting it off, I mean, more power to you. She's very intelligent. Your voice She's, is starting um, to change. 
She's a professional. <clears throat> uh, anyway, I will need to head off. I've got to leave very quickly. Um, I should have left sooner. Are you switching back to the Irish accent? Oh, uh, no. I'm trying out. No, I'm not. All right, well, what time Cut. is she supposed to be by? Two to three hours. Whenever you get home, she'll be there. I don't know how she works. She's some kind of... Okay. And then I leave. And I'll, like, do the zip lifts as I walk away. <laughs> I like that you just mimed that whole... Like, like a weird... <laughs> okay. And, uh, and that is, that is all I will be doing. Oh, shit! I didn't there find out where... There is fucking baby house. asleep, I swear to God. I swear on this whole ass world I made in my head, I will take it and I will throw it at you like a fucking meteorite. Which means you die. I asked where his house was, right? Or did I just say, when does he get home? You didn't actually get an address. Okay, so <laughs> I am going to just have to skip the Alemba Juice visit because this is more important. Okay. Unfortunately, and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna stake him out on the rooftop and wait for him to go home and follow him home. Okay, so you turn around the alley, give your actually boots a little heel kick, and then whoosh through the air and up onto the roof. Yep, I'm gonna just believe, jump. I'm gonna yeah. You have a high jump, jump of 20, 25 feet, something like that. Oof. So yeah, it's actually yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You're on the roof without any kind of check. I'm really glad all of that worked out. That was that was those boots, man. That was smooth. All right. So as Arandi clambers up onto a neighboring roof to peek over the weather vane, eyeing the guard who's just standing, like trying to figure out whether or not he should like bathe before he gets home. Um, <laughs> somewhere else. Uh, Cerberus is just walking through the city streets, kind of eyeing a dead finger with hair. Um, Zelfarius is milling about his his temple and dreading going back and finding uh, Jax with some kind of poison um, that's going to destroy his very Christian soul. And somewhere in a swamp, face down, ass up, <laughs> a dwarven druid is slinking across the ground, retracing his steps as a snail. Mm -hmm. And somewhere, <laughs> far away, miles and miles away, in the middle of the wastes, there is a hooded figure who strides purposefully through the empty landscape with three dark orbs trailing behind. And in the distance, there's a small cairn of stones. Three, like a snowman, stacked on top of each other. <laughs> and as the figure comes to rest, a voice echoes from the hood and says, well, nowhere to go but down. 
and that's where we'll pick up next session. Mm, the hell? Nowhere to go but down. Oh my goodness. All right. Mm, I want to keep playing. <laughs> but it is late and I have the yeah. movie. And yeah. I only got through half my notes for the session, which means I have next session already prepared. I don't have to do anything. Hey, there you go. Uh, so that's great. It's a week off for me. Um, we try. Yeah. And <laughs> for the potential, not potential podcast listeners, if this becomes a podcast or not, my name is Logan. I'm a dungeon master, and I like making complicated stories with spider webs go everywhere. Thank you very much. Find me at Classic <laughs> Broadcasting on Twitter. Uh, I do things about stuff. Uh, Daniel is Daniel. He plays um, Cerberus Lenagoth, and we're super happy to have him be the magic metal detector. Uh, my beautiful wife, Annabelle Martin, is trying to take care of a baby while also trying to kill everyone she meets. The beautiful and immaculate uh, Jordan Robinson plays Zelfarius, who is also beautiful and immaculate, both in body and in soul. And we have the always amazing Brian in what is the best combination of occasionally Jamaican but mostly Scottish accent, playing the wild and miraculous <laughs> Jack Sudgelm Flintbelt. Thank you very much for listening to Virtually Heroes, and we will probably play this game sometime again soon. Good night, everybody, and thank you for playing my stupid game. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>